Sorry you have to share a bed, boys. I'm a little short on space. Have a good sleep. Hey, Chris. Whatever happened to Gina Davis? She used to be in movies, but she's not in movies anymore. She's attractive enough, but when she smiles, you see too much gum. Not a good tooth-to-gum ratio. Chris? Uh, I'll tell you tomorrow. crash test dummies on the brain because uh, you went to the demo derby on the last day of the fair yesterday? Got into an accident and couldn't go to the fair. No. I was thinking about going. I assumed it was going to go off at about <sighs> 7. But yeah. It, it went off at like 5, and I was like, uh, that's that's like an hour from now. I can't be rushing over to the fair to see the demo derby. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm going to miss it. You got to do the demo. I don't even know who ended up winning. I don't understand why they do it on a Sunday. You got to do that on a Friday or a Saturday. I don't know. I kind of liked chilling in my backyard Sunday, just like lazy, and then just hearing the revving engines of a demo derby That's off fair. in the distance. You can hear It really here. made it feel like I was living in Indiana. That's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, I've just been uh, leaving on that... that MTV channel that shows the videos that I was telling you about. Oh, uh, MTV, MTV Classics? Classics? Something? I don't know. I haven't had cable in so long. I don't know how many MTVs there are. Yeah. But I knew there was one these days that just showed old shows. Yeah. I guess that's probably I think that's just MTV means like their actual two. shows from like the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have, you have to go further back than classics to uh, throw back to an MTV that actually shows videos. That's yeah, this has been nice. MTV Stone Age? I don't know. I don't know what they would call it. I don't know what they call it, but they keep showing just rock blocks and 90s oh, blocks. A rock and block. 80s That's blocks. something you don't get these days. It's, no. It's, it's, it's a thing of no. the past. I saw, man, what did I see the other just night? Just an old episode uh, of 120 Minutes. With Matt Pinfield. You get a little bit of those videos. I saw Killer. NINs head like a hole mm-hmm. uh, right into whatchamacallit, Faith No More's We Care A Lot, you know? Oh, man. We care a lot. Yeah, that was pretty good. It is a dirty job. I never got into that band. No, it's no. not our kind of thing, but, you know, no. I bet watching those videos now, it's just like, oh, this is great TV. This is way better than anything I've seen on TV in decades. Yeah, exactly. There's videos where I'm like, oh, man, I hate this song, or I hate this video, and I, I just watched the whole video. I Bjork's goldfish in this video. Now I yeah. think it's one of the coolest things ever. Now I secretly always wished that fish was dead. I wonder I if there's think. a bunch of old pop-up videos on, like, Daily Motion or something that I can um, just watch on my TV. Yeah, YouTube's just got blocks of shit like that. YouTube's got blocks of them, but you gotta be careful, because, like, oh, no. they tried to bring pop-up I get in trouble. videos back oh, for, like, God. a second. It was so really, stupid. Yeah, it was really bad. Like, so stupid. Like, you gotta give me that bloop, 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 so I know to look up. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Like, which, so I, if I, I hear the I'm bloop, bloop, rarely bloop, bloop, bloop. paying attention these days, because, you know... Modern uh, devices and technology have robbed us all of any sort of attention span. Yeah. Do you remember just watching music videos 
mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Like not having like something else in your hand you were looking at. Yeah. <laughs> See, I watch them now. I'm not scrolling through this. I'm not also watching this over there. I'm just watching like a three minute mini movie. Yeah. That sounds, sounds insane to me now. Yeah. I, I've really been enjoying the music videos because it's like, oh, it's a nice little companion piece. If you just want something on and mm, you're just kind of yeah. vegging out or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I... Yeah, people kind of would be like, "Hey, let's hang out and watch videos for an hour." Just getting some throwback of that, just like the last thing going to movie theaters to see a movie, where like you got to pay attention to one thing. Yeah, I was just like, "Well, this is the last time ever in my life when I'm just paying attention to one thing." But then, you know, they made going to movie theaters untenable. Yeah, how how awful it is. Right, I had to stop doing that. Now there's just nothing where I'm only. Paying attention to one thing. I quit going to movies on account of the other people at the movies. Yeah, and then the fucking pandemic happened, and I'm like, nobody's at the movies anymore? Maybe I'll go back. But they they wouldn't put out any movies, so that plan didn't work either. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real Catch-22, which I think (sighs) was a movie. Probably. Hopefully. No, you're thinking of a band. Oh, it's one of the, was it a ska 21. band? That sounds like somebody would somebody in a ska band would have yeah, been there. I think, uh, band I think after there a was. I think it was Catch Twenty Two, or maybe they were like something stupid, like Catch Twenty One. Fucking know. dorks, probably wearing like checkered pants and suspenders. I remember a Georgievich being into him. Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy. He was a yeah. hipster doofus before hipster doofuses were even a thing. Yeah, he wasn't paying attention one night at the Fireside Bowl, and his older brother Derek and I just filled the back of his hoodie with cigarette ashes it's a real dick move it's a good prank now that i think back on it it's up there with when we filled steve niece's coat pockets with dog turds (laughs) well how'd they get now he's a local police officer oh well you know at least was like 10 years ago lost track of uh yeah where he's gone in his life oh yeah the incident maybe in like the fbi at this point oh good for him yeah he listens to the podcast to make sure i'm sure everybody around here does it's yeah. A real local phenomenon. Yeah, you know, not a lot going on, and so it's they need it. Mm-hmm. We're just doing it for them. That's right. Now that the fair's over, people yeah. need something to distract themselves. Got to come running back, and here we are. It's baby oil, and it's blow. <laughs> it's a podcast extravaganza. Oh, yeah. Shoot them up, dye them up, this intro. cook them up, eat them up, whatever you're into. Sure. Up, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck them up. Hell yeah, bro. A lot of that. Hell I'm, yeah. One half your hosts, I yeah. am Maddo. The better half. You know, oh. you know what? Well, thank you. It's my better half. It's nice I tell to people. Say. They're like, are you guys gay together? I'm like, no, it's a funny it's joke because we're not. It's just a, it's just a we thing. We just do a it's podcast a funny thing together. To say. You don't expect it. <laughs> uh, I'm Matt O with me. Oh. As always. Uh-huh. Oh, you can be you can be the Matt you Pinfield of my Ray. Kurt Loader. Call me Jay. You Ooh, are wow. Nate Adams. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. You think that you're uh, the the dry intellectual Kurt Loader type of this relationship is what's going on here? Yeah, totally. I totally see you as more of the Pinfield. I think you had that backwards. Yeah, it's totally Fucking backwards. ridiculous. Yeah, I just didn't want to be a Matt. Which which scenario. one of us is like wearing mechanic shirts and talking in a growly voice? It's for sure you. <laughs> Why is Matt Sonny that has been yelling all yeah. night? I don't know. Um, He's yelling at the pig sticker concert or whatever the fuck Matt Pinfield goes to I, I might be uh, that one guy who should have won the uh, Find a VJ contest mm. to your Jesse Camp. I think that, that's maybe our relationship. Yeah, that's pretty. Who is that one guy? Dave, Second uh, Matt Pinfield? Dave 
Matt oh, Pinfield Jr. What's his name? Dave Pinfield. He's still got a active uh, DJing career on XM Radio. Okay, yeah. I remember him having like one of those like late late night on NBC like magazine shows or something yeah. like after Carson Daly's after after talk right. show would come on or something. Yeah. Dave Holmes. That's Dave the Holmes. Guy. Yeah. Still around. Still cashing checks. That's a pretty good. Where's Jesse Camp? Not rip. cashing any yeah. checks. Yeah. You got that one wrong, MTV. That's kind of you and I. Not going to complain show. you though. Jesse Camp was a phenomenon that summer. Yeah. yeah. Guy was everywhere. He was. He was so fun. I always took you for a bit of a Kennedy. Oh, I, I aspire to be a Kennedy yeah. now that she's not doing the right wing. Uh, you love news that. You radio love all that circuit. Shit. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I could get on some news radio and blame COVID on like foreigners crossing the border. Yeah, I, I could get a twenty minute chunk out of that. Cash some checks. Call me up, Kennedy. Tabitha Soren, she could get it. Tabitha <coughs> Soren, yeah. It was, it was also she was doing MTV News in that era of like garbage videos coming out. I mean, the band garbage, right? With Shirley Manson and those short skirts, and I yeah. was like. Kind of got a redhead thing going at the moment because of all this shit I'm seeing on MTV yeah. as a as a 12-year-old right now. Uh, kind of developing a bit of a of a redhead thing right now. There's Chris Matthews. He was uh, on the MTV Oh, that, guy, that guy was generic. Yeah. That guy had no personality. It was like, how are you fucking even getting on this show, man? Yeah, he was clearly like a radio guy. Mm, yeah, ugh. Probably Clearly. came on a K Rock or something. They'll probably came on a K Rock. Fuck Los Angeles, by the way. What a or as I what call a it, dumb town. New York. Uh, Either way, the yeah. coasts don't need them. No, give me the heartland right yeah. here where we're living, baby. Heart of the heartland. Hey, we should probably jump into it because this is baby oil and blow. Oh yeah, on cut now. That's right. People are gonna find out real fast that if we don't get right to it, uh-huh. these longer There's movie a lot of episodes stuff that we turned into cut three out. hour episodes. <laughs> a lot real of stuff fast. we used to cut out to uh, make these things at least a little bit manageable. So let's get into the rundown of our movie of the week. The rundown this week is brought to us by uh, the works of Charles Bukowski. Oh, yeah, uh, specifically yeah. His, He's in uh, Hills Have Eyes. Bukowski, I his, love that his, guy. His uh, early years autobiography titled Ham on Rye. I thought oh. very appropriate because oh, uh, that's got hey. something to do with the movie we're watching. And also, it would have been Charles Bukowski's birthday today on uh, August 16th as we're recording this. So. How old would that old so-so have been? Oh, God, he was like in his 70s when he died, and that was like mid-90s. So okay. He would I, have been like over 100 years old or something. I had no frame <laughs> of reference yet. as to when that man lived. Okay. So we're, we're going to educate your you guess was then, as good as I've, mine. I've got, a, I've, I've got a poem of his. I'm going to do a reading here. Mm. We're going to church you up here, get you mm. a little literary. This is okay. Charles Bukowski on what would have been the day of his birth, his poem, Alone with Everybody. This is like a book on tape, <laughs> not just a podcast. The flesh covers the bone, and they put a mind in there, and sometimes a soul. And the women break vases against the walls, and the men drink too much, and mm. nobody finds the one. But keep looking, crawling in and out of beds. Flesh covers the bone, and the flesh searches for more than flesh. Huh. There's no chance at all. We are all trapped by a singular fate. Nobody ever finds the one. The city dumps fill, the junkyards fill, the madhouses fill, the hospitals fill, the graveyards fill, Mm. nothing else fills. Happy birthday, Charles Bukowski. That's a wound with everybody right there. That's uh, not not accurate. 
Matt, the rundown is of our latest chick flick. We're doing a month of chick oh, flicks here man. in August. You know, we're having a great time. You're always poo-pooing. I think this was a great idea. I ain't watching no now and again. We're we're finally at the the week where we're watching now and again. Oh, You've been dreading it. it, but it was a good. No, it's not uh, now oh, and again. Phew. This is an action movie podcast. We are talking about 1996, mm. the long. Kiss Goodnight, Matt. Oh. Two in a row. Okay. Barbed Wire was 1996, too. We got two chick flicks from 96. Back to back here. 96. Good year for chick flicks, 96, as it turns Big out. Big year for the ladies. This is a film with you. You, you hinted at it. A lengthy runtime. Yeah. Of two hours even right here. Ooh. 120 minutes. Uh, with Matt Pinfield? Matt Pinfield. It's very appropriate here. Everything's coming back full yeah. circle. This is a film that had a budget of $65 million. Oh, Pretty hefty. my. But a gross of $89.5 million, so it made some of that back. And know? helped sink New Line Cinema. Uh, one of the many things, I think, that uh, Rennie Harlan did to well, help sink New Line know, Cinema. This, and uh, this is the film, the Rotten Tomatoes score of 70%, so that's, that's moderately well-received. It's, it's like a C. It's a low C. People bring this movie up in high regard. You know, That's because you uh, this is a it. film written by a man we're very familiar with, mm. Shane Black. We did mm. an entire month of Shane Black yeah. penned films back a couple years ago here. This is another one here. This guy, of course, did Lethal Weapon, The Last Boy Scout, Last Action Hero, etc., etc. And that cool Predator movie. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Oh, okay. Uh, director of this film, also a man who's near and dear to our heart, Rennie Harlan. Oh, boy. Vaguely foreign man, Rennie Harlan. We talked about his Die Hard 2. We talked about his cliffhanger. We talked about his Deep Blue Sea. Uh, wow. Spoiler alert, we might have plans to talk about his A Nightmare on Elm Street 4 here Ooh. coming up uh, during the Halloween season, possibly. That, wow. Possibly. That's, Fifth base? It's, it's a little bit off. A little bit off in the distance, though. Could it's not be, making promises. Could he be a, a baby ball and blow fifth baser? Oh, yeah, definitely. He's, wow. he's going to... We're, we're going to talk about everything. We'll get to Ford Fairlane eventually. Either way. It's bound to show oh, up on our schedule. That'd someplace. be a sex... Sex... What about sex? Thing. <laughs> what, sex thing? I don't know. What's six? Us, us watching Ford Fairlane? Six-timer. I guess he just turns into the six-timer. Oh, okay, then. Saying, a sex, sex tuplet something I or other? I don't know anymore. Hmm, I don't know. Let's get into the stars of this movie, Okay. Matt. Number one, female-driven film. This is a chick flick right here. I'm listening. We've got Gina Davis playing Dan the Petty? of Samantha Kane slash Charlie Baltimore. Oh, okay. She's a housewife with secret assassin powers and a hidden past. Oh, and who does not have an annoying, screechy little sister, played uh, by Lori Petty. I'm it's less a different film entirely. Uh, you remember her as Veronica in The Fly? Yeah. You remember her as Valerie in Earth Girls Are Easy? Uh-huh. She had a lot of V-name girls back in the early 90s. She was Barbara in Beetlejuice. That was a big one. Mm. But mostly, I'm sure, you remember her as Mrs. Little and Stuart Little 1 through 3. Mm. She came back for all those sequels and kept cashing checks. Hey, speaking of uh, that movie... Uh, Stuart Little? Yeah, I was okay. watching the, the MTV videos today, mm -hmm. the other day, and that LFO song came on that Summer you Girls? and my wife liked. Oh, yeah. Big fan of that Man, one. Man, that's, that's a terrible song. I mm, think you were probably watching something else, and you there's, got confused with LFO Summer Girls, there's a, which is just like a... Laid back fucking jam. There's a verse in sip a corona to this one. There's a verse in that song where the one dude's just mm -hmm. like saying stuff and then just rhyming popular culture with whatever he yeah. just said. He was like he's talking about like stores in the mall and shit. He's like, for you, I never had a reason. Michael J. Fox played Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, that's right. It's like what? 
It's no, great. that's not how yeah, rapping back and works, chill. bro. No, that's what it, you just rhyme things. Whatever comes to your mind. Uh, Michael J. Fox was in Stuart Little. Samuel L. Jackson is in this film. Oh yeah, yeah. As the awesome named character Mitch Hennessy. Great yeah. character names in that this movie. That is a good name. Uh, scumbag PI, this character. Oh, so that's a fun character to play. You remember Samuel L. Jackson? He uh, was uh, no. Trip in the movie Juice. Yep. He was Tat in Menace to Society. I do remember. No. He was Zeus in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh-huh. I'm going to talk about that at some point. Got it. We saw him eaten by a shark in Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. So this is his second appearance, weirdly, for such a prolific actor. This is only our this second, is only second time we've talked about it. From what it looked like to me. Uh, most importantly, though, you remember him as voicing the character Jin Rummy on the Boondocks? Oh, yeah. I watched a lot of Boondocks, friend. Another guy we're a big fan of. Brian Cox is in this film. I'm a huge... Doctor I'd like Nathan to correct you. Waldman. I'm a huge, huge Brian Cox fan. fan. Huge Cox fan. Huge Cox fan. I'm, I'll tell you that much right now. Courtney... Oh, yeah. Mickey, <laughs> all of Brian, them, all of all Cox Cox. family. Yeah. Any Cox I can get my hands on. This character's a government spook who knows all the secrets of our main character here. Uh, you remember Brian Cox as being the script writing expert, Robert McKee in adaptation. Yeah. Being the curmudgeonly Mr. Krieg in Trick or Treat. Mm. And uh, you love that also, one. definitely, he played the character Harry Moon on two episodes of Frasier, which I think oh. were, if I remember, the most highly rated episodes of Frasier mm. ever. Mm. He's a real draw. He had a great run on Deadwood. Oh, yeah, he did. He's in that movie, The Ring, when it gets real boring. Mm, never watched those yeah. ones. Anything that used to be a foreign movie, no thank you. Yeah. You're not going to trick me into watching something with Americans. I'll, I can still tell it used to be foreign. Yeah, it's still got that stink on it. Got that stink of foreign all over it. David Morse is in this movie as character Luke, a dude Luke. who maybe used to be uh, Gina Davis's fiance, but no, he doesn't turn out to be. He turns out mm. to be something else entirely. A bad guy. Yeah. This guy plays a cop and everything, but he also played a prison guard in the Green Mile. Uh, we saw him once as a military guy in The Rock. Yeah. So this is his second appearance here. He's tied with Samuel L. Jackson. He's, he's got in, a kind face. He's it's in cool that. To see him be a, a real jerk in this one. He's in that movie Sixteen Blocks that I really like. Mm, I haven't seen that one. We'll have to With check that. Bruce one out. Willis and Most Death. Yeah, I like both those guys for sure. Craig Bierko is in this movie as an evil CIA guy called Timothy. Mm-hmm. He's into some bad shit and also used to be in Gina Davis. We find out. Oh my! Uh, he was the Tom Cruise spoof character in Scary Movie Four. He was also the Wolverine spoof character in superhero movies. That's so pretty good. This is, this is a guy with a good sense of humor, you know, right here. He doesn't show any of that in this movie, really. But believe he was he's on got a the skills. short-lived Fox comedy oh, created really? by the Farrelly Brothers and also starred a young... Uh, oh, he was also in their uh, Three Stooges movie, so he's got strong he? Farrelly connections. Yeah. Who's uh, in that TV show? Oh, what's her face? The uh, Lori Petty? Quincy Jones, Rashida, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember this show she was on. Yeah. That was she was like a private eye or something. No, or this, this is something else. That's a that's a show. Where she was a that's cop. Still on a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah. This was a show that one, but it didn't look terrible. on Fox, like before The Office, mm-hmm. before she ever got oh, famous, wow. before Boston Public, where she was the secretary. Ooh, it I might think that have was been, her first role ever, actually. Yeah, then this is probably they're like, let's give her her own show with Craig Bierko. Dana Poole's not wearing a bra. Oh, my. Guy named Patrick Malahide is in this film as the CIA director Perkins. Malahide. A dude that uh, 
Gina Davis used to report to, but who now works with the bad guys to do bad things. Yeah, kind of raised her. He was Balon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones. Like, you gotta tell commander me. commander of the Kraken. I love Galen Bayjoy. The Iron Islands. Anybody else. Everybody remember everything going that. on in the Iron Islands? All oh, that political intrigue? Yeah. Oh, the tell Iron. Tell me about it. Yeah, tell the me about Iron Islands. That's where uh, that little boy, uh, Hogarth, and mm-hmm. he had that robot, sure. and he fought dragons. Uh, yeah. It was a big iron giant oh, robot. Oh. Uh, much like everybody else who was in Game of Thrones, this guy was also been in a bunch of British shit, so, you know, who cares? Don't care about any of that crap. Uh, Joseph McKenna, also, I put down here, he's, he plays One-Eyed Jack, a scumbag criminal. Joey Mack? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I I just remember him as playing the the character Wallace in 12 Monkeys. I remember his face there. Mm. Also, he played the garbage man on the Christmas episode of The Adventures of Pete and Pete, so. Oh! This guy's been in some cool shit right there. Um, remember okay, uh, that daylight savings episode where Pete just figured out a way to make the day never end? Oh, yeah, that was a yeah. good one for sure. Let touching, me, uh, call it's up touching, here. man. It's just touching. Our, uh, I'm just gonna think film. about more Pete and Pete that I like. Okay, uh, okay, back. Okay, gotcha. Oh, okay, a little, a little glitch in the notes, but now tagline is what we're oh, talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah, uh, the tagline in this film is what's forgotten is not always gone. Oh, it's a, it's a bit vague. I don't know. It's, yeah. Doesn't really suck me in, but yeah. maybe it does something better for other people. Uh, plot synopsis. Let's yeah, figure out what is, we're dealing with this here. Is this what is what people this are going to be for. a lot of plot going on because a lot of stuff going on in this movie. Samantha Kane, suburban mm-hmm. homemaker, is the ideal mom to her eight-year-old daughter Caitlin. The girl seemed a little bit younger than eight to me. Eight. She lives in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, has a job teaching school, and makes the best Rice Krispie treats in town. That's never established. Definitely not established. What's up with this plot synopsis? But when she receives a bump on her head, that's putting it mildly, Mm. she begins to remember small parts of her previous life as a lethal top secret agent. Close enough, that kind of gets us around the ballpark of what this movie is. It's a long kiss goodnight. That's uh, the rundown here. They really make it sound like a bumbling comedy. Yeah, maybe the Yakety Sacks might play at some point. We'll yeah. figure it out. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in our next segment, which is called Bullet Points. Pew! When we pew, dig pew. through our notes, we talk about things that stood out to us as we were watching the film. Matt, what's the first bullet point in your notes? Christmas time is here. Shane Black movie. It's going to be set at Christmas time. That's the weird thing this guy does. It's where he got his weird fetishes all Drink over the fucking. Mm-hmm. And kick your dog. Yeah, immediately we're hearing Christmas music. We're at a Christmas parade. Looks like it's a small New England town. I guess it's Pennsylvania, according to the otherwise not Allegedly. very correct plot yeah. synopsis we had there. Um, pure, pure fucking Shane Black. Pure Pennsylvania. What I didn't like was that. After these stepping shots, we go into some Gina Davis voiceover narration where oh. she's just like, I was born eight years ago. Oh, yeah, as far yeah, as yeah, I'm yeah. concerned, I woke up an amnesiac. Meh, meh, meh. And I was like, just, fully just, grown, fully clothed. Just give me a fucking opening crawl that tells me what this movie's about. Yeah. I don't want to hear Gina Davis talking mm-hmm. to me all colloquially about what happened. I don't want this movie being interrupted periodically yeah. by her talking, which it doesn't. It's weird. It's always weird when there's voiceover narration for like, one time and then it never pops up again at any other point in the movie. That's what we get here. So I tell you what, thankful it only happened once. This, this opening just made me think about how, like, I wish I could combine Gina Davis mm-hmm. and Andy McDowell. Okay. And, like, yeah. Make... I, I also, for some reason, put them like in yeah. the same boat. 
It's like you guys are like both half of a woman I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, I can't stand either wow. one of you. I feel the exact same way about both of them. Yeah. I never knew. It's weird because like you look at both of them and they're both clearly not unattractive women. No. Both conventionally attractive. Yeah. But also both of them just do absolutely zero for yeah. me. As if like they were relatives of mine or something. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I don't really see you as a woman. Yeah. And I don't know why. But I don't know. Maybe if you could combine them into a yeah, super combine lady. Combine them into some sort some of super, super Hollywood model. Lady. Some so they could get some jerk material out of them. Andy Davis. Maybe I'd be interested. Andy Davis. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I would go uh, Gina McDowell. She sounds, she it's sounds like classy. Your opinion, man. <laughs> Andy Davis just sounds like some yeah. guy you work with. Yeah, and fuck. <laughs> Andy no, Davis. You. So yeah, she's like playing the uh, Mrs. Claus in some sort of Christmas parade. Then yeah, see her at her house, and mm-hmm. she's like hosting some big Christmas party. And I wrote, this chick lives in a pretty fucking uh, yeah. expensive house for waking up eight years ago, like knocked up, penniless, and uh, with no memory of who she is. Whatever. Like, imagine if a dude woke up like a. Uh, <laughs> penniless and no memory and just like uh some yeah. kid he had to take care of and it was eight years ago he'd he'd still be like bussing tables somewhere and living in a halfway house where like people go to fuck prostitutes that's so what be happening pe- pe- people talk about how bad women have it in the society I, I don't think so i'm going on the record women oh, okay. have it better yeah they, they can just get people to pay for their whole lives it doesn't matter yeah if you're hot and white or like one of those kind of mm-hmm. ethnics that white people aren't afraid of. Oh yeah, although I love all those ethnics. You can get all their white money, not the scary ones. Yeah, They're still kind of iffy on the scary ones. But right, love those other ones. They cower. Pretty face, that. fucking. You find some poor sap to just pay for your whole life, and uh, mm-hmm. we learn that's that's what uh, she's done here because she's got some sort of husband that yeah. I wrote seems like an even more boring Paul Schneider. Yeah, I got that yeah. vibe immediately. Yeah, I tried to look him up and like put who he was in our rundown of uh, stars. I don't think but he's real I people. Did, never recognized him from anything or really knew anything else he was in. I was just like, this guy, where did he come from? This poor man's Paul yeah. Schneider. And I guess it was a little bit too early in 1996 to get actual Paul Schneider. He didn't really pop until like the early 2000s, but yeah, would have been nice. Or at least get somebody here that could have... Gave this oh, guy one more dimension man. other than just boring drip. Yeah, that assassination of whatever by the coward whatever. Oh, that's you a know? great film. And then you had all, Lars and the real girl. Oh, also a great film. He did great work in both of those. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to him? Did he just retire because nobody liked his character on Parks and Rec? I think so. He's just like, oh, I'm going to go home and never act again. I was supposed to be Jim. Man, what a pussy. Yeah, yeah. just fucking get over it. You did a bad job. Just yeah. didn't end up being the Jim of that right. show. You were great in Lars and the Real yeah. Girl. It's not going to take away from that. It's, it's fine. You were also in a couple of those really sad movies that uh, that guy who now makes Halloween movies <laughs> used to do. His name's slipping my, my mind because I haven't thought about yeah. the early 2000s independent film movement in a long time. And as yeah. we've established, yeah. our brains have melted and it's hard to pull right. info out of them. I remember Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. After this all gets established, Sam Jackson then gets uh, established in a yeah. pretty cool scene here. Yeah. He's posing as a cop and like busting in on a guy fucking a hooker. Yeah, and hell yeah. Conning him into giving him money in order to keep him quiet. He's we like, learn that like- I'll help keep this hush hush. The hooker is really just his uh, secretary, secretary and his sure. like partner cops are just some homeless guys he dressed up as cops. That puke on the scene. Yeah, he pukes on the scene. And then Samuel Jackson's like, they looked like cops. It was good enough. That's fine. It's funny stuff here. He's, they got the money. 
He's delivering the Shane Black dialogue, and he's really, really good at it. Yeah, it's he about is. The second best thing to him delivering Tarantino dialogue here. Yeah, he's just saying the word ass fucking over and over again, and just fucking killing it. Yeah, he's delivering a lot of jokes. Just Samuel L. Jackson immediately injects this movie with energy, and it's just like, well, he's going to be the best thing about this movie for fucking sure. Hell yeah! I think this is one of the things that really popped him too. This role of like a. Uh, of course, it was 94 and him being in Pulp Fiction, but then two years later, right. he does this Shane Black fucking right. character and is fun again. Then suddenly, he was in everything for the next 10 years straight. Yeah. Just playing Sam Jackson. so. Late Night Car Wreck is my next bullet point. Oh, man. no. Gina Davis is driving Earl home. Yeah, some old man. Drunk old man yeah. named Earl. Who's he seemed pretty cool. doing a great job playing drunk. He's yeah. over the top. He's like singing. He tries to grab her titty at one point. Hell yeah. She she doesn't like it. She didn't hate it either. She, she did hate it because she screams and like jerks the wheel and then they get in a terrible car accident. Well, then she shouldn't have dressed like that. I think she was just wearing a very conservative Christmas sweater, man. I don't know. She's doing some victim blaming here. This is just, I feel like you're. This is the sort of stuff that I'd usually edit out of the podcast. I mean, well, I feel like you're kink shaming. Baby blow on cut here is. Uh, you're kink shaming Earl. Really skirting the line here. He loves. Plain ass women. This is a That's great fucking car wreck scene here where she gets her titty grabbed. She's distracted. She runs headlong into a deer. The deer goat flips up, goes through the fucking windshield, and then is just kicking its hoofs in the car and kicks, kicks Earl, Earl directly right in, the, in the fucking forehead. Split like, his oh. forehead open. <laughs> split his wig, bro. Yeah, split his wig, man. Gina Davis then goes off the fucking road, fucking crashes directly into a big fucking tree. Yeah. The deer and her go flying like 20 fucking feet into the the fucking wilderness. Earl's trapped in the car because he was wearing a seatbelt. Even though he was a a drunk man, he was a little bit more responsible. But then the car starts on fire and he's burned alive. So let that be a lesson to you children. Don't wear seatbelts ever. You'll end up being burned alive in a car when there's an accident. You idiot terrible idea to put a seatbelt on. You're just trapping yourself. Fucking idiot It's a death trap. If you're in one of those car seats, even worse, you dumb idiot mm-hmm. kid. A little icing on the cake from this awesome, brutal, violent sequence we get here is she, like, wakes up, thrown from the thing, and then sees the deers dying. Yeah. So she casually walks over and snaps its neck all cold. I was hoping she would. Save it from uh, suffering, but you're just like, what's going on here? I thought she was what just happened? a normal housewife. Now she's snapping deer necks? She lived by... That ain't normal. She lived by the by because she traveled 23... 23- Feet through the air and landed in the snow. Yeah. It, it is, walloped her head good. This but. is one of our first scenes where something uh, ridiculously fatal happens to somebody and they just walk away from it. Yeah. The snow broke her fall. Uh, meanwhile, in a jail, a uh, creepy prisoner, One-Eyed Jack, is yeah. watching the TV and sees some footage of Gina Davis and that Christmas parade from earlier, and he just starts freaking yeah, the fuck out, man. Yeah, he starts bad guy wilding He's out like, what? Jail. I don't like this. I don't uh, like seeing that this lady's in the fucking parade here. This I is triggering me for some out, reason. Uh, or something. Next scene, we learn that at least Gina Davis was a little banged up, because now mm-hmm. she's at the hospital, and like she's got a bandage on her head, and her lame yeah. husband's there, like, oh no, my wife was in a terrible accident. He's like, I'm gonna go home and I'm take... gonna fret over her bedside. I'm gonna go home, though, and take care of that handicapped kid we're raising. Oh yeah, he has to do that, because then she's gotta, like, transition into this scene where she's having a bunch of Freddy Krueger dreams. Yeah, hell like, yeah. Inside of her crazy Freddy Krueger dreams. There's a crazy Gina yeah. Davis already in there. She's, like, in the desert up on a cliff, but there's a thunderstorm going. Oh. And she's, like, seeing herself in the mirror. 
Oh, she's talking to herself like too fucking scary. the Green Goblin and those Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Oh man, that was a thing. Yeah, she's. I think uh, Willem Dafoe stole a lot of what he did in that Spider-Man movie from Gina Davis here. I'm basing my night. character off of Gina Davis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next scene, we learn that uh, Samuel L. Jackson's a deadbeat. Yeah, he's like visiting his son and trying to give him like a toy gun oh, Todd? for Christmas. Is his son Todd? Yeah, Todd L. Jackson. Todd L. Jackson. But the kid's like, "Listen, you're a petty thief, and my mom AKA doesn't want Todd me Hennessey. accepting any hot merchandise, so I'm not allowed to accept any Christmas presents yeah. from you. you. You fucking scumbag." And he's like, "You tell that dumb bitch I don't steal from anywhere close by." That's true. <laughs> Samuel Jackson once again funny he's a lovable scumbag here he's a real rogue he sure is but yeah that ex-wife she seems like a real stick in the mud if you ask real me. see you next tuesday uh meanwhile there's there's a call from his secretary who yeah. was posing as the hooker in that trin? one scene, and she's like tran we found some stuff uh pertinent to that lady who has amnesia case yeah. uh what we found was a suitcase full of all her old shit mm. this could probably lead us to some intriguing hints about her past i don't know Maybe call this lady up and try to get some more money out of her. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. We got ourselves a griff. Meanwhile, there's some serious carrot cutting going on in the the Gina Davis household. Say what? She's like cutting some carrots and her lame husband's like, oh, you're taking forever. Might as well. She just cut the cheese. (laughs) You you might have watched an extended cut that I didn't see. There's a farting scene here in, in the film. It's very erotic. The fart scene. Let's cut to the chase. Is what oh, we do right here. She she, she 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 learns suddenly that she's really good at chopping carrots with yeah. a big fucking chef's knife, and she's just like, "This is crazy. Throw me some more stuff, and I'll chop it up." They're throwing her peppers. They're throwing her all sorts of stuff out of the fucking fridge. It's like, "This is so fun. You're good at with the knife. Probably you were a chef in your previous life." Yeah. That's, that's fun. This is before really the days of like Food Network making yeah. being a foodie or like a chef thing cool. So right. I don't know. Mostly it's just like a low wage job in 1996. I don't know why they're so excited. They should have tossed her uh, broccoli. Oh, she, she, she could have been chopping broccoli. That's <laughs> what could have happened. Could have. She could have. What she does though is she fucking throws the giant chef's knife like a fucking shuriken or something. Yeah. And, like, stabs a tomato into the kitchen counter across the room. Yeah. And then like. The playful saxophone music that was playing over the chopping sequence changes to like ominous saxophone music, and it's like maybe she's a killer assassin. Is is what might be happening here? She's like, chefs do that. Mm-hmm. Once again, chefs a lot of lifetime original vibes going on. We're we're getting a lot of that here yeah. uh, this month as we talk about chick flicks. Plenty. Women know what they like. Time for us to meet our bad guy, I guess, because pretty far into this movie and we don't have one yet. Yeah. Our bad guy's like a, a preppy-looking dude. Craig Bierko. Craig Bierko. He's, he's just like a generic white guy. He's got another guy, like, uh, chained up and shirtless. You know who this guy kind of reminded me of? The guy getting tortured? No, no, no. Craig Bierko. Uh, Craig Bierko. Okay. He reminded me, me of uh, uh, Army Hammer 15 years too soon. Yeah, I could see him as being... A army hammer. Or um, 10 years too soon. Minus that charisma he showed in like his first movie that never showed up again. And then army hammer was not an actor anymore after that. Oh, he's still acting. Okay. Oh, well, what's, what's he done him. recently that you he enjoyed? Was in some nice horror movie that took place down in y'all. And oh, that sounds great. I'd like a, to watch him do an a, accent. A white girl that I don't necessarily care for. In, hmm. But I don't necessarily hate her either. So he's got this dude, and he's torturing him. So we're like, this guy must be a bad guy. 
he gets a phone call mid-torture, and yeah. he's like, hey, I talked to One-Eyed Jack. He said he saw on the TV that Charlie Baltimore is still alive. And he's like, that's so, stupid this, talk. This is some serious There's shit, no if that's true. So then he just stops torturing this guy and just kills him right away. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, my attention. Well, now. yeah, I got to go figure out if this is true or not, because Charlie Baltimore, there was a real dun, dun, dun sort of vibe as soon yeah. as I heard that. This is probably an important person we're talking about. They're concerned. You know who's not concerned? Gina Davis in the next scene when her pussy little daughter is whining and crying that she doesn't want to fucking learn how to ice skate anymore. She's like, my legs are tired. My wrist hurts. I keep falling down. Gina Davis has got a bump on the noggin recently. and She's kind of acting pretty weird in this scene, Matt. She gets a little aggressive, Nate. (laughs) Very aggressive. We get the life is pain speech, which I remember was in all the previews for this movie. Oh. And I thought it was just ridiculous and over the top. And I think maybe uh, kept me from seeing this movie in theaters. Okay. I think I waited until VH's one where Gina Davis is doing some capital A acting here in this yeah. little girl's face. And she's just like, yeah. life is pain. You have to get used to it. Uh, little girl actor is just like doing some little girl acting crying. And it's, it's kind of corny, this scene right here. But it's should... also over the top that it's kind of enjoyable we should point out it's kind of a theme in this movie because you see gina like davis Pain Pain or gina davis overacting uh, it, it, the overacting <laughs> she's married to rennie harlan at this point yeah she is and he's like a foreign weirdo and this is post after they bankrupted all of hollywood making cutthroat island together. right after so it's amazing that they were yeah. allowed to make a second film as a duo yeah and he's not reining her in at all Oh, no. He has no idea yeah, how bad she is. This is still just like my wife, great actress. My wife. We're going to make her the biggest star. Remy Harlan, my wife. Doesn't quite work out that way. Uh, later that night, the lame dad's tucking the little girl into bed because, mm-hmm. as we learned, the little girl actually had a broken wrist. Which is funny. <laughs> she was just like screaming in this girl's face Ignore your broken wrist, fucking yeah. tiny, tiny girl. Get up and skate. Gina Davis, I realized what a terrible mother she is, so she, she's leaving uh, the, the tucking in duties to the dad while yeah. she just cries up in the kid's treehouse. Cries and baits in the treehouse. That's probably another cut scene. I don't know. Just, yeah. You're, you're no, seeing you a lot of see, stuff that okay. I didn't see in this movie. There's a lot of flatulence in that scene, Probably too. watched like the three-hour cut or something. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, the, the dad then goes up into the treehouse and is like, eh, what's going on? You freaked out a little bit because you're such a bad mom? And okay, hey. Her kid had to go to the hospital. And it's no big deal. Probably going to lose uh, a lot of movement in her left arm because you just kept making her fall down over and over again when her bones were fractured. But whichever. Whichever. She'll get by. Whichever. We're having uh, a good time. She, she doesn't have too much time to uh, wallow in the sadness, though, because old one-eyed Jack shows up at the house that night. Yeah. He, he gets a bunch of Christmas carolers to come to the door, and then when she, she opens the door to, like, I don't know, what do you, what do you give to Christmas carolers? You know, I think you just something? stand there and listen to them until they leave. Has a Christmas caroling ever actually happened in I've real life? Se- or is this is just a thing movies invented? Maybe I've seen one once. I've never in know. my life seen or heard of anybody seeing Christmas carolers right. going around the neighborhood fucking singing to people. Yeah, I don't know what in my life is real anymore. I can't imagine anybody I know having this happen to them and them doing anything other than like peeking through the blinds yeah. and being like, oh shit. Don't answer the door. There's a bunch of fucking people singing outside of it. I have vivid memories. Call mem- the police. I have vivid memories of caroling, but I, I don't know if they're just from years of television watching. Yeah, I think that's definitely it's probably what it definitely is. Definitely things 
that you've absorbed from all the sitcom watching you've done in your life, for sure. You mix that with the CTE? Oh, right. Who's to say? There's a lot of that going on, too. Who's to say what's real? One-Eyed Jack, though, just starts lighting up her living room with a shoddy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. A little girl comes out down the stairs and is like, what's going on? I think I hear shotguns. Uh, the lame dad comes in from the kitchen and he just gets like the shit knocked out of him. It's pretty sweet. He gets fucking like cross-checked with a oh, shotgun. He goes cool. flying like 10 yeah, feet. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, so Gina Davis runs up the stairs to like grab the daughter. And then I think a missile shoots out of the shotgun. It looked it's, like it, seemed like it, it was a big flash of light and it giant, explodes a hole in the ho- side of the house. A gigantic hole into the side the entire side of the house? Yeah. Think his shotgun shot, shot a missile in this scene? It looked like it. I rewound it and watched it several times. From the best of my description, the shotgun shoots a missile. Okay. It's pretty cool, though, because it blows an entire hole in the side of the fucking house. And then Gina Davis is able to just huck her little kid out the like hole. Like trash. Like 10 feet, and then into the fucking, uh, which we've already established, uh, treehouse. Tree which is already there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had two establishing shots of it, okay? You can't yeah. say it's not there. Watching her huck this little kid like 10 feet was, was a pretty, pretty fun visual. Yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. She gives out like a Peggy Hill kind of like, whoa! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what happens after this? Oh, she starts fighting the guy. They mm-hmm. fight all through the bottom of the house. It's some pretty fun action because it's like sloppy and kinetic. But yeah. Also, they're just like over the top, like throwing each other 10, 15 feet every time somebody gets hit or whatever. Uh, it feels dangerous, though. People are getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah. He screams at her, I want my eye back, bitch. So we learn, like, oh, probably this guy used oh, to be shit. two-eyed Jack, and now sh- she oh, made him snap. one-eyed Jack. Yeah. Uh, eventually, she kicks his ass, though, and then smashes his skull against the kitchen floor and licks his blood. She knocks him out with a pie and then pounds yeah. his skull in. Then, then licks his blood yeah. as her husband watches on in horror that turns out his, his wife is some sort of crazy killer lady. Yeah. She gives that line again, though. Chefs Chefs do do that. that. She's got jokes, man. (laughs) Black movie through and through. We're getting action. We're getting jokes. We're getting disgusting violence. Yeah. Next scene, Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis have to go on a little bit of a road trip because things have gotten wild in her personal life, and it's time to take a break, Matt. Yeah. It's good... To build friendships. She can't have convicts with shotguns showing up, exploding her house with missile shooting shotguns. She can't be having these zone out moments where she screams at her daughter like a high school football coach trying to pressure a 15-year-old kid into doing steroids. You got your asses whipped. (laughs) So they're going to go on the road. They're going to try to figure out who she is, why she is, what she is. And it turns out we got a movie now. We got got a movie and a plot. What's going on? A little bit too much plot, though, because the next scene, we've got some, like, white guys in power oh, just, like, talking about, yeah. like, uh, ooh, government this, uh, secret program that. <laughs> the guy who gives Martin Sheen his mission in Apocalypse Now is, like, in a robe in a commercial kitchen making a sandwich mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. So I guess he's the president and we're in the White House, yeah. I think is what we're supposed to believe here. And they're like, Charlie Baltimore is alive. This is going to be sloppy if people find out. We need to clean this up real quick or yeah. something or other. I like, I do got to say, I like the president in this because he's always yeah, great just actor. like, I was like that guy. And he's just like, you fucking CIA people are mm-hmm. just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Where do you get off with this shit? Yeah. Uh, the less I know, the better. I don't think I want to know. Also, I like that he threatens to uh, 
pull their funding and put it into healthcare if they don't take care of all yeah. this mess. It's a good little joke right there. Yeah. Uh, also, I like that they established that Charlie Baltimore is an assassin relic of the Cold War, which yeah. is a thing I like. Anything that's like left over from Cold War programs. Hell yeah. It's almost as cool as like the 80s when everything was left over from Vietnam training. Every I wish character had Vietnam PTSD. I wish they'd build like another Berlin Wall. Just oh yeah, that'd be great just for a little mystery and intrigue. Yeah, the world was more interesting when there was a, a yeah. wall separating a country and people were brainwashing assassins on each side of the wall. Yeah, why isn't that happening anymore? Now we're just like overthrowing governments in Central America or whatever. Who could care? Tell you what, if we spent a little more time with brainwashing our own. Because of walls separating countries. Oh, wow. Kids wouldn't have so much time for the TikTok. That's probably true. We got to get the kids off the TikTok. I've been saying that. Yeah. I've been saying that for a long time. Why don't we have TikTok in the States? Oh, it's on the other side of the wall. Mm-hmm. Next scene, we're back on this road trip, and I'm having a great time with it. Samuel uh-huh. Jackson singing the wrong words to songs. Yeah. He's checking out a chick's big tits as she jogs oh, by. Oh, that was my favorite them off the road. Scene. Because I'm always like, whoa, did you see that? Like, oh, that's how yeah. I drive. That's exactly how you drive. You've almost like, killed me oh. several times. Never a, a busty jogger happens along the road. It's not my fault you and I saw yeah. Sue Ellen Mischke jogging in that <laughs> sports, or walking in that sports bra. Gina Davis is like, first of all, fucking, you got the wrong words to this song. I don't want to, what, what's the name of that song? Uh, it's, a, it's a great song. Don't want to close my uh, eyes. I also this this song. Um, I, I really want to see you tonight. Yeah, that's the name. Cause of I really want to see you. Tonight. Also thought the lyrics. To I just this heard song that the other day on the radio. I'm not talking about the linen until I saw this movie. I was like, I'm not talking about thought the same thing as Samuel L. Jackson. I was like, that's it's not the lyrics. That's clearly what he's saying in this fucking song. I'm not talking about moving in. Is the real lyric? That's not what he says on the recording. No, he, he's calling fucking bullshit. He clearly says the linen. Moving in. Also, we find out that one of the things in that suitcase they found is a postcard that um, pre-amnesia Gina Davis wrote. What? Where she's talking about like somebody she was engaged to. So they're like, well, we're going to have to go find that guy. Yeah. Also, there was a book signed to her, like, oh, my close personal friend, blah, blah, blah. Nathan uh, Dr. Waltman. Dr. Nathan whatever. Dr. Nathan so Waltman. Like, we're going to have to go find that guy, too. We got some clues, man. Yeah. We're, we're on a little mission. Sean Walton's estranged father. Uh, played by Brian Cox. Hell yeah! Enter Brian Cox, who is introduced into the film uh, at a dinner table, yeah. where he's just ranting and raving about this this dog who keeps licking its own butthole. Yeah. This is great shit. Brian Cox's serious dramatic delivery, just talking about a dog licking yeah. his butthole. He's also great at delivering Shane Black dialogue. He's been licking his own ass for three hours, mm-hmm. and you know, after an hour, he's either retrieved it or it's never coming out. It's, it's a good point. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never had a dog, so I don't know how long they can just go at, go at their asshole without taking a break. They'll they'll look at it for a while. And sometimes you got to be like, "Hey, man, that's enough of that." Look in your asshole, you know. Let's go find something else to do, or we'll we dig tell, up a stick or something. We tell know, the dogs, dogs do like when they try to do it next to you on the couch, and we'll just be like, "You take that to the floor." Mm, that's a that's good, a floor that, activity that's a good policy right there. Yeah, asshole stuff. Do it on the floor. Yeah, not a, unless you're. Putting down like right. some tarps over the couch or something. We can do asshole stuff on the couch. Yeah. Not, not you. you. That's that's people stuff. Yeah. Uh, he gets a call from Charlie Baltimore and he's like, "This is shocking. I thought you were dead. Uh, you're probably in a lot of danger. We should meet in New Jersey." 
Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Fortunately, the bad guys have tapped his phone, so they're like, meeting in New Jersey, huh? Duly noted. Maybe we'll meet there, too, and then there can be a big shootout or something. The whole reason they're going to Atlantic City is because they blew up the chicken man in Philly Mm -hmm. last night. So she's got to leave Pennsylvania. Uh Uh-huh. Got to get over that state line. Yeah. Later that night in a hotel room, uh, Samuel Jackson's just drinking vodka tonics and watching the long goodbye. Yeah. Which, I don't know, put some gin in there instead of vodka, and this is pretty much like my life right here. Just hanging out in my boxers. Didn't know what the long goodbye was when this movie came out. Now it's like my favorite movie. This is a great little treat for me. Just like, holy shit, he's watching the long goodbye. I guess that's where Shane Black stole the title for this movie from. I'm making connections here. Yeah. You and Sam Jackson are about the same age. Yeah. Like you, you are his age in I the film. I guess that's probably yeah. true, yeah. I, I would probably be um, Mitch Hennessy's age right now. I could see that, that happening. Yeah. Why don't I have an ex-wife and a kid who hate me? Yeah, where's little... need to get on that. Where's little Todd Adams? I also like that he's just like with his female client in a hotel room, just chilling in his boxers all yeah. casual. <laughs> he's not even going to throw on no. like some, some courtesy sweatpants. No, he don't I like care. that style. Yeah. Fucking, hey, fucking hey, that's how you do things. We're he's on a road trip, baby. Yeah. Uh, she's like, listen, dude, you're smoking cigs in this hotel room. It's 1996. It's a little bit late for that. Uh, I'm going to go in the bedroom and shut the door here. What bitch? Starts rummaging through that suitcase and finds out it's got a false bottom that an awesome sniper rifle is stored in the bottom of. So that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's amazing that she didn't notice that like extra 20 pounds in that suitcase at any point in her life. There's a lot of components she needed to build that sniper rifle. This is where I started to be like, well... Well, it's uh, another scene where she goes into a trance. Yeah. One of these weird trances. Yeah. She puts the, the sniper rifle together all tactically, and <laughs> she's having flashbacks oh. to herself, like all blonde, and talking yeah. to herself like the Green Goblin again. Yep. She's, she's freaking out. She's making all these noises. Samuel Jackson runs in and is just like, what's going on in here? She almost blows the guy's fucking head off. Shoots right through those thin motel walls. Yeah. Clean hole, though. Not a big... Uh, shotgun yeah, missile this, this, Yeah, this, this sniper rifle does not shoot missiles like that shotgun no. did earlier. Uh, next scene, Samuel Jackson's leaving. He's ranting and raving. He's yeah. just like, this is fucking crazy. Like, I've seen it. You're whacked out. Uh, I've been in jail before. I'm not going back. He gives him the Garth Algar. Like, I'm not going to jail for you or anybody. Yeah. She's I did like, four years in Marion, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what he says. She's like, hey, listen, man. Come on, you're scumbag. I've got money. Yeah. The movie's only half over. You're, you're going to have to stick around. She's like, don't be such a homosexual. Mm-hmm. So uh, they go to the bar in New Jersey where they're supposed to meet Brian Cox. And uh preppy guy's there. And he starts talking to Gina Davis at the bar, acting like he's just a scumbag hitting on yeah. her. And he realizes, like, this she bitch really got doesn't no idea know who I am. She's got some classic uh, B-movie amnesia going on here. Yeah. This is an interesting development. Uh... Hey, guys, I'm on a radio here. Why don't y'all just come in and kill this bitch? Kind of like the Majestic. Uh, you know, that was a good <laughs> movie Frank about Darabont amnesia. Movie? Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was just about like a old-timey movie theater or something. It's got an amnesia subplot. Yeah. Jim Carrey. Yeah, I didn't watch he it. He gets chased out of Hollywood because of the Red Scare and then I, I, I ends up in the middle Jim of Carrey nowhere dramatic with amnesia. So Oh, it's one of his best yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet. I'll bet it is. You should check it out. But then, like, an old guy shows up, and she's like, this is probably the old guy we're supposed to meet, but it's not. It's just one of the assassins. He pulls a gun out of a yeah. fucking, like, uh, newspaper. There's 
going to blow their heads off. He had like a regular newspaper and then like somehow Mary Poppins bags a full yeah, like shotgun out of that newspaper. It's a handgun, but it's got a giant silencer on it. It seemed like he did like some sleight of hand. Large, very large. Like Gina Davis sees it coming though and her assassin training kicks in. She reaches into Samuel Jackson's coat pocket and starts firing a gun through the yeah. coat pocket and blows this guy away. That's a pretty cool little scene because there's big blood squibs. He bleeds big all over the place. Dying. People are running. People are screaming. A lot of other guys show up with machine guns. They start machine gunning they the shoot shit out of this everywhere. Place. They shoot everywhere and Except everyone. Except for where Gina Davis That's and true. Sam Jackson They are. get away. But I, what I did appreciate is usually in scenes like this, like people are ducking and covering, there's machine guns happening mm-hmm. everywhere, and it's just kind of like, oh, it's okay, though. Nobody got hit. In this scene, we see, like, no, like, tons of innocent people mm-hmm. were murdered in this crossfire. Like, yeah. at least a dozen or so people are now dead or bleeding out onto the floor of this hotel bar yeah. right here. There's just people laying there as silent as possible because there's dead bodies next to Brutal them. Brutal shit. Yeah. Brutal shit. Gina Davis and SLJ run upstairs. They're followed. A grenade gets thrown at them. And oh, jeez. That explodes, and they have to run down a whole hallway while a gigantic fire cloud is chasing them yep. and jump out of, like, a five-story window yep. to avoid it, which looked cool as hell. But also, I was just like, that's not how grenades work. They don't create gigantic flumes of, like, of, yeah. fucking uh, fire clouds, Whoa. like they're napalm being spit or something. So this Whoa. movie is ridiculous. Watch out for the backdraft. Like, every other moment, something ridiculous Throwing over. They bust through this high window. Gina Davis machine guns the frozen lake under them. And yeah. then they, uh, there's a nice little twist on the jumping off a roof and landing in a hotel pool scene that you get in a lot of these action movies. That's a good Shane call. Shane Black is used in several of his several. movies. So he's going to put, put a twist on here. It's a frozen lake, and they got to shoot through the ice to yeah. live. Nice little twist. I like it. Even yeah. if you're going to keep the, the tropes alive. Yeah, you can't keep a good dog down. No, you can't. Um... One last machine gun fucking assassin finds them in the parking lot after they crawl out of the lake. But oh, yeah. Luckily, Brian Cox finally shows up in the nick of time and runs this guy over with his car. Get in now! Gives him a, a come with me if you want to live type speech. Yeah. And he starts talking about how if you see the video, mm-hmm. you get a phone call. Oh, wow. And you only get seven. No, shit. No, no, no. That's a different movie. You Candyman, yeah, no, Candyman, no. Candyman. When's that one coming out? Uh, probably October, I would assume, but mm. I don't know for sure. That makes sense. This next scene, we're all in the car together, and I wrote, Samuel L. Jackson was fun when he was riffing with Gina Davis. Him and Brian Cox are like four times as fun. Yeah. These guys got some fucking chemistry, man. Cox is just nuts. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson shocked at all the guns that he has. He's, yeah. He's talking about how you always keep one in your groin because nobody yeah. wants to touch a guy's dick. No other agent wants to touch another man's penis. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah. Samuel Jackson hits him with a, what's the weather like on your planet? These guys are killing oh. it. This is fun, back and forth, just guys busting balls. Two very charismatic guys delivering the dialogue. Right. Just chewing it up together. Realize this is a chick flick and like the, the kind of the big marketing thing was it is we got this female hero, but... Kind of would have rather watched a Brian Cox and a Samuel Jackson teaming up movie based on this one scene here yeah. that's electric. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Brian Cox also delivers dialogue in this thing that's over-the-top shit like, you're an assassin working for the United States yeah. government. Yeah. It would sound ridiculous if anybody else was delivering it, but with him, I'm yeah. just like, oh, man, are you kidding? That's pretty fucking serious. He's like, I know, I trained her. 
Samuel Jackson's like, get the fuck out of here. He's delivering this dialogue too. Great, shit, but right? He's not just feeling like the uh, loudmouth token black guy, like no. you so crazy character, because he's just uniquely Samuel L. Fucking Jackson. So yeah. he's knocking all this shit out of the park. He gets to do a lot of like, uh, th- this is just mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. shit that I'm along the ride for. That's you right. know? Mm-hmm. Next scene, uh, fucking, we make it to the former. What they think was her fiance's house, yeah, like his farm or whatever. I think that's my next bullet point, unless I missed something. Yeah, no, that's Luke's house. Yeah, so we go find Luke. Oh wait, uh, what should we call it? Uh, Brian Cox pulls over for a second yeah, to give like them like different him. clothes, and they're like, they're like "Oh, this guy's thanks." Probably crooked. You really trust helped him. us. Let's get yeah. out of here. And then they like hit him over the head with a tire iron mm-hmm. and they're like yeah. see ya we stole your car we don't trust you things go south at Luke's house she's like oh I remember all sorts of stuff about this guy he had to have been my ex-fiance yeah. and then like he peace sitting down yeah. I love him so much Brian Cox shows up and is just like as they're bonding to, behind Samuel Jackson and puts a gun to his head and is like what the fuck's going on why'd you fuckers ditch yeah. me man you think it's fucking you think it's fucking funny ditching me come on assholes you think it's fucking funny hitting an old man in the head and he's like oh they're not so they weren't engaged. She's fucking, she was engaging him because she was going to fucking blow his head off. She knows everything about him because she was fucking stalking him yeah. to fucking kill him because she's an assassin. This guy's Operation a bad guy. Honeymoon, this guy's bro. a terrible bad guy. Yeah. Suddenly, all the fucking bad guys then show up on this farm. Things go south real fucking quick. Everybody gets knocked out. Yeah. Next scene, Gina Davis is stripped down to like some sort of nighty mm-hmm. in her bra and panties, and she's mm-hmm. strapped to a big like water wheel thing in I don't even know where on this fucking farm complex. Somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere where there's a windmill. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, preppy bad guy and fucking Kick back former up. not fiance bad guy are just like Luke. Well, we're going to torture you now, Gina Davis, to figure out what you know. Uh, when I crank on this thing, this big wheel goes down into this ice-cold water. You can't breathe underwater. Also, it's very cold. Yeah. Also, Brian Cox's dead, bloated corpse is down there, so we fucking did this shit to him already. Yeah. Things didn't go well for him. Also, it works out on another level because it gets your white underthings wet, and then they become see-through. Yes. So that's going to help out the movie. Right. They're, these guys are Luke's like, hey, I'm planning the biggest mm-hmm. heist of my career. Oh, that sounds great. That's going to be good for him. He's like, ah, it's been eight years. I need Long to know who you've blabbed about me to. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows anything about me? That's right. And she's like, look, I'm just a school teacher. I'm just a Samantha Kane. Yeah. I'm just a teacher. I'm just a teacher. He's like, I'm not buying it. Bitch, you're going underwater. Yeah. They do this a few times. She starts like freaking out underwater the second time and having like Freddy Krueger dreams again, I think is what's happening. Yep. Like flashbacks. Uh, She has flashbacks to when Preppy Dude and Two-Eyed Jack have her tied up in the the, the trunk of a car and Preppy Dude's like, all right, Two-Eyed Jack, uh, I know she looks pretty good, but she's dangerous, so don't get all weird and rapey with her. I I want you you just to kill her real quick and get rid of the body. I know how you do. But I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, my friend. When you know who won the pony. Two-Eyed Jack does get all rapey and yeah. weird, giving her a chance to escape yeah. and stab out his eye, yeah. making him One-Eyed Jack. This is his origin story. It looks like could've a duck. Could have saved it, it for the fucks prequel. like a duck, you know? So he's like, ah, my eye. He's shooting wildly. She takes a couple bullets into the back, falls off a cliff into some water or something, and it's like, 
Well, that's probably where she got amnesia, I would a, assume. A bullet grazes her head. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. That'll give you amnesia. And then she goes off a cliff into the water. Wow. That'll do it right there. When she comes out this time, she's kind of just like, fuck. That unlocked a lot, getting yeah. dunked in this water. I'm kind of back to my old persona, yeah. Charlie Baltimore, CIA assassin again. Hell kinda yeah. Kind of remember everything. So she tells him, uh, let me go now, and I'll let you keep the use of your legs, Luke. He's like, bitch, you're you fucking chained touch. up. Fucking, what are you going to do? I ain't the least bit worried. She tells him, I let you touch me, so I think I need a bath. She's a fucking hard ass, man. She Ooh. doesn't care that she's getting put underwater all this time. He's like, that's great. I'm going to fucking dunk you yeah. again. Third time, she's like, I got a plan. I'm just going to rip all my skin off, wriggling my hand out of these yep. ropes. And then Brian Cox always keeps a gun in his cock that yeah. nobody finds because who wants to dig around that, that old Brian man's Cox cock? cock. She grabs it, fishes around in his pants, pulls the gun out. Next time she comes up out of the water, blows that motherfucker away. Shoots Luke's dead, dude. Shoots his knee out. It's pretty then fun. it's chest. It's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Next scene, she's got to go find Samuel Jackson and save him. Yep. And he's all tied up and naked and wounded yeah. and shivering down on a basement floor somewhere. Yeah. It seemed like a post-raping situation. Like, he's really giving off, I got the shit raped out of me vibes so right here. So, there's supposed to be... Uh, there's supposed to be more backstory for our main characters. Oh, God. How long would this movie have been without that backstory, I wonder? But supposedly, Sam Jackson's character was raped when he was in prison. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, probably definitely rape vibes here. I was I was definitely getting rape yeah. vibes. And I was like, yeah. seems like he was probably fucking raped. Yeah. He's, He's gesticulating as someone who was tied up and raped a lot. Yeah. I'm glad to see that I wasn't just reading into it too much like a yeah. weirdo. And no, you still are. Don't worry. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Either way, we hear Charlie Baltimore blowing everybody away upstairs, and then like the basement door opens, and she gets a big hero pose, mm -hmm. all like silhouetted. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's pretty cool. She looked good. Uh, meet me tonight in Atlantic City. That's my next, that's my next bullet point, Matt. We're at a mine, hotel in Atlantic City. Mine is shower butt shot. Yeah, fucking Gina Davis is in a shower, all naked. She's taking like a Norman Bates shower. There's blood circling the drain. She's washing off all her wounds. She cuts her hair. She dyes it all blonde, yeah. like we've seen in the flashbacks and shit. Puts on some more dramatic makeup. This is no longer Samantha Kane. This is Charlie Baltimore. Yeah. Or one of those girls from The Craft. Or maybe she's going to be in a sequel to The Craft. Yeah. Pretty good. Samuel L. Jackson gets a shorter but similar montage where he puts on some, like, gaudy pimp pants and then lights a cigarette. Mm -hmm. that's, that's him getting himself back together. He's got a... Has he got the... Is he... Is he shot here? No, he ain't oh, shot he's, here. He's, he's got that big gaping wound on his chest. Yeah, this, that's what it is. This is when she comes out and is like, you're seeping yeah. through your bandages, flashes him her tits and pussy, and then yeah. when he's all distracted, she rips the bandage off all quick. Right. And he's like, God damn, I fucking hurt, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then she's, she's talking about deflowering virgins, and it's all yeah. weird. She's like, like, I read about it in a book. She's like, that's why men bite women's ears before they enter them for the first time so they don't notice the pain. Yeah. He yells, uh, or she says She's something like, haven't, like, you, ever haven't tried you ever that? tried that? And he goes, no, usually I sock them in the jaw and your pop goes the weasel. 
That's a great fucking line. Line of the fucking movie right there. Sock him in so the jaw funny. and yell, pop goes the weasel. Yeah, so then I, he's like, who the hell are you? And she's like, oh, fucking, I'm Charlie Baltimore. Samantha, yeah. who you used to know, not real. That was fake. None of that stuff's real. That wasn't me at all. Yeah. Samuel Jackson's like, I'm a little bit incredulous about your claims here. That personality had to come from somewhere. Yeah. Charlie Baltimore, I think maybe Samantha Kane. Yeah. Loving housewife is deep inside of you somewhere. Maybe that was you. We got a real character arc here, Matt. For a minute. We're watching an action movie with an actual character arc that's building right before our eyes. Oh, and a great one. This is true chick flick right here. Mm -hmm. They're they're worrying about all sorts of stuff like emotions and growth. Oh, yeah. This is perfect for our month. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charlie then calls up her old, like, CIA director boss guy and is like, hey, it turns out I'm not dead. And, uh, I just did what I was supposed to do my last mission from eight years ago mm. and killed fucking old Luke, or Daedalus, as his code name is, I guess. So, uh, oh, yeah. what's next, man? Probably, uh, you know, nice to hear from you, but what's my next job or whatever? What He's like, oh, very interesting. Uh, uh, weird. Don't really know how to talk to you. Uh, maybe we'll talk to you in a minute yeah. and then he's, he's like, like we gotta we gotta, we gotta safe in, house just uh yeah just go just there or whatever but also i'm currently in the room with preppy bad guy who's been trying to kill you this whole thing so yeah. it turns out uh, old boss is now in league with the bad guys yeah this is some spy versus spy shit here man who's good who's bad i don't know my my, my head's spinning Perkins's head is spinning because he's like mm-hmm. she ain't listening mm-hmm. she knows not to trust anybody right. she's calling the shots we oh, got to get no. the ball back in our John court. Doe has the upper hand. Yeah. Fall back. Uh, next scene, Gina Davis is just like, you know what? I ain't been fucked proper in a long time on account of the whole amnesia thing. How about we go at it, Samuel L. Jackson? She's all nibbling on his ear. Yeah. Like how you do when you deflower virgins. Right. She wants to do the thing. This guy's been around the block, though, man. He's just like, listen, fucking I ain't been blown in decades. Yeah. This is this is some bullshit. Like, uh, I'm not falling for any of this crap. You're fucked in the head, lady. I could tell. Red flags everywhere. Why don't you go call your kid, is what he tells her. That was a real, yeah. ooh, moment for me. Yeah. Felt like a Jerry Springer confrontation right there. Oh, right before that, though, don't forget, uh, she has Sam Jackson call his office. Okay, yeah. Because she's like, I bet, I bet Perkins has your got shit bugged. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to sucker this guy yeah. into some sort of uh, little trick where we're going to find out what his motivations really are. Yeah. But then after the kid thing happened, she blows up and storms out. She's like, I didn't ask for the kid. Samantha had the kid, not me. <laughs> Uh, next scene is the big this ain't no ham on rye scene yep yep we got uh, our, our Charlie Baltimore walking down the street God, love that name Charlie Baltimore some man's like it's up there with Indiana Jones that is great I want to see a crossover movie some guy's like hey girl do you want company and yeah. she makes some kind of disparaging rape some sort joke of Shane Black rape Sickening. joke Sickening. That was kind of funny. James Gunn got fired for Disney over those kinds of jokes. Yeah. And then rehired by Disney. Hired by Warners and then rehired by Disney. Yeah. That guy's profiting. It's it's a lesson for you kids. No seatbelts. Rape jokes going to lead to getting two jobs. Yeah. So he takes her into the alley and is just like, I got a fucking gun. And she's like, I'm not afraid of you. He's like, this is a big fucking gun, man. Sam L. Jackson shows up out of nowhere and delivers his big trailer line. Yeah. This ain't no ham on rye. 
in, ref- in reference to the gun that he pulls. He's also got a gun yeah, on this guy. And Charlie Baltimore's like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, uh, we knew these assassins were going to come. He's I don't like, care. I'm a better I'm assassin. You. I'll kill everybody. She starts shooting people. Another assassin shows up. He gets shot. Everybody gets shot. She just kills everybody. And yeah. She's just like, I'm Charlie Baltimore, badass assassin person. It's like, oh, That's what's going to happen for the rest of the movie. I guess she is pretty good at that. Yeah, next scene, they're driving out of town, and she kind of realizes, the like, car. oh, yeah, I'm a badass assassin now. I don't need some sort of, like, low-rent PI sidekick. So she just opens the passenger door and kicks him out of the moving car. Right out. Great little scene here where he's just like, oh, fuck. This has probably happened to me a thousand times before a woman's kicked me out of a moving yep. car. He just lays in the middle of the street in traffic, pulls out a cigarette, lights it, and just smokes all casual. While laying down in the middle of the room. This is a great Shane Black moment right here. You can tell. Yeah, carolers in the background. Uh-huh. Especially because she shows back up like 30 seconds later and just like, all right, I thought of something I could use you for. Uh, get back in the car, and then the movie will start. And I'm just like, well, there was no reason for that to happen. That was just like Shane Black had a funny idea for a moment where a guy gets kicked out of a car, and instead of reacting, he just smokes a cigarette. So he's like... I'm going to shoehorn that in this movie fucking yeah. somewhere. That moment's yeah. getting into this script fucking somewhere. He, uh, I forget, uh, there was one joke he didn't get to use in, uh, oh, no. uh, Last Boy Scout that he shoehorned into this oh, one. There's a lot of good jokes and in that one. You know Shane Black is one of those guys that just, like... He's got his Rolodex yeah. of things. <laughs> He's got He's just jokes. looking to stick in the movie. Like, he loves action movies, but he also loves his comedy lines and he's like fine if you're not gonna put that in this movie i'm gonna find another movie for it fucker so her new plan is something about like leaving the country and fucking she's got some sort of thing yeah. somewhere in a lockbox before with, like, money and ids or something she leaves uh her daughter and hal she says goodbye to her daughter and her daughter's stuffed animal mm-hmm. who's also hilariously named mr perkins oh, wow. and she puts the uh Charm bracelet not make that around Mr. Perkins's neck, okay. the stuffed animal. This charm Mr. bracelet is like the key to a locker. There's a key on on the charm bracelet. Fake IDs and like yeah. money and shit that she's got from her past life. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm probably gonna need you to help me get this fucking uh all this ID and money and shit. Yeah, I don't know why she needs him, but I'm happy Samuel Jackson's back in the movie. That's for sure. Right. She's like, I could get into that house myself because it's literally my house and i do in the next scene you but just I'll, wait out in the car while i do this shit honk if you see anything shitty happening mm-hmm. that's what she tells so him. she uh hilariously when she goes back to her old house sees the fat kid from the christmas party who she told if he she catches him smoking again she'd kill him yeah and now she looks all badass and has a gigantic sniper rifle so this little fat kid pisses his pants yeah i love a scene where a fat kid gets humiliated in a movie Always good. Always good to throw one in there. Good to fat shame in in Hollywood. You got to. Uh, She goes to her kid's bedroom and has a weird moment where she looks out the window and Mm -hmm. sees, like, all the townspeople, like, doing some nativity reenactment. And she's Mm -hmm. like, maybe I should sniper rifle all these people, including my uh, daughter and my lame husband. But then she sees them and is like, wait. Does part of me love them? Maybe part of me is Sam. She's conflicted. We've got character work going on in this movie. What a role for Gina Davis. Gonna make her a big star. As Sam came. Bad guys show up and Samuel Jackson's like, oh shit, bad guys. He honks the horn, but then they pull out machine guns and we got a crazy car chase going. And this this scene's ridiculous, man. Yeah. 
they're chasing Samuel Jackson, shooting at him. Gina right. Davis is like, oh, fuck. Uh, what am I going to do? I'm on foot. Wait, there's some ice skates in the front yard. I will put them on, lace them up, and then ice skate somehow. I don't know. Is this, <laughs> this like a a frozen over river that travels along the length of the, the same length of the, the road they're, they're the, on or something. They're going the logistics to. of this is ridiculous. The, the spatial relations of it's ridiculous. She's like, I'll cut them off at old man's yeah. pass or she some ice shit. skates to, uh, I don't know the other end of this lake or whatever and cuts them off and, yeah. uh, pulls out a gun and shoots out the tires of this car. And, uh, and then the cut car comes onto the lake yeah. and they're driving. She blows all those guys away. She does a triple axle. Just, just seems, just yeah. seems. She does not do a triple axle. Oh. She's, she, she's probably uh, going to do it in the original script, yeah. and uh, they couldn't pull it off. Yeah, probably would have made this whole ice skating theme scene seem like uh, it had purpose and was relevant because yeah. there was a big stunt, but turned they couldn't pull it off on the day. So that's the truth. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the truth. And yeah. now it's just a scene that. A scene where she puts on ice skates and then is can I skate as fast as a car for no reason and it looks fucking dumb and yeah. random. Yeah. So random. Yeah. It's not great. Uh next scene we're at the church and then nativity thing's over and preppy bad guy shows up and like fucking yeah. uh ether rags the young daughter and kidnaps her. Yep. And then threatens to gut a couple of other little kids. Which is funny. They squeal. Yeah. He's he's an evil guy. I like him. He's won me over. Uh, back on the road, we got some more bantering going back and forth, but it gets interrupted with a call from the bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, Charlie Baltimore, I kidnapped your kid, yo. My big takeaway here is Charlie Baltimore has been hiding in like an entire Zach Morris phone mm-hmm. in her coat this whole time. Yeah. It's like, we never noticed it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big. Yeah. It's 1996, man. We didn't even have fucking, we weren't sporting razors yet. We didn't even have those little Nokias. Oh, those Nokias. Those I'd probably still carry around one of those. He's like, hey, uh, I don't want to talk on cell phones, even though this is 1996. The police don't really have any capabilities of figuring out what goes on cell, no. cell phones. They don't even know what cell phones are. I'd no. Call me on a landline. Go to this Holiday Inn somewhere. Call me on a landline, and then we'll hash this out. Yeah. If you don't, I'm going to blind your little kid. And then shoot her in her kneecaps. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be good for her. She already has lost the use of her left arm because you were throwing her around on that fucking frozen lake while her bones were shattered. You aggressive bitch. Now she's going to be a quadriplegic. That's not going to be good for her. Well, yeah, no. So what's the scam here? I think like instead of going to the Holiday Inn, Charlie Baltimore goes to like the phone company or something and like has calls rerouted so like the bad guy thinks she's picking up the phone at the holiday inn or something yeah this all seems very implausible and like something that an uh, phone operator in 1996 could not pull off yeah it, i don't fully understand they're like what if we instead of him tracing our call we trace his call mm-hmm. so we'll so just they double the cross and double cross somehow even though place. i don't think this is something no. they could really do And they find out he's at Niagara Falls, and they're like, let's go to Niagara Falls and fucking jump these people when they're not expecting it and get my daughter back. A booyah. Yeah. So they do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're like, oh, wait, this is Operation Honeymoon. Uh Uh-oh. I still don't know. Yeah, the basis is... 
Her old bosses are there. They're working with the guys who kidnapped her kid and are trying to kill her. She's like, oh, God, the good guys are the bad guys. The whole world's upside down. Yeah. Fucking our government, the United States Central Intelligence Agency is doing evil shit. Who yeah. would have thought it? It's, it's a big shock here. It's big, shocking shock. And uh, we don't quite learn what project honeymoon is yet but we will in a couple minutes and it doesn't matter it's all yeah. a lot of plot stuff that adds up to nothing so who cares what matters is by showing us the bad guy compound mm-hmm. uh rennie harlan finally got his chance for his sweeping epic aerial shot with a helo in it oh hell yeah he Gotta loves he Gotta loves those helo for at least a helo helo aerial shots helo. and this is one of them yeah, so she's one. like, hey, Samuel Jackson, you hold back, stick on the radio, have the sniper rifle, get my back. I'm going to go into this place, find my kid. Probably I'm going to end up dying. This seems like a suicide mission, but, you know, whatever. It's, I'm just a government fucking spook. Just fucking, I'm, I'm expendable anyways. I don't yeah, care. I'm Charlie Baltimore. Shit. Think I'm afraid to die? She give a shit. So she starts moving around the perimeter, all quiet, like knifing fucking guards and fucking killing them quick and quiet. She finds... The candle glowing outside of one of the windows, and she's like, what's this? I told my daughter before I left her, always light a candle in the window, and then, I don't know. Uh, is it related? Was it related? You'll know that I'm coming back or something. This is just some too clever by half stuff or was it baked just, into the script here. Or was that just their way of being like, remember when we talked about the candle earlier? Yeah, either she knows what know. room she's in because of it. She goes there, she blows away the guy in, in the room with her, grabs the kid, and is like, well, that was easier than I thought. Uh, let's fucking shag ass and get out of here. Hopefully Sam Jackson can shoot people for us. Uh, he's not going to be able to because preppy bad guy. He's got the drop on him. He knows where he is immediately. Then he's like, uh, everybody come out of the fucking shadows. Spotlights start going off. Bad guys are oh, everywhere. Man. This was just a trap. They Damn thought they it. fucking double cross the double cross fucking preppy bad guy triple cross them. He yeah. knew exactly what they were going to do and He's he was ready cool. for it. This guy's a genius. Now yeah. we got a big gunfight happening. All sorts of guns. Uh Gina Davis and the kid somehow end up like down trapped in a basement where there's a can of kerosene that's been shot and is leaking kerosene everywhere. Yeah. I don't really know how they got down there or why. Well, there's like, she's trying to escape and there's all sorts of shooting and she's just shooting wildly at people. But Timothy, the bad guy, mm-hmm. the preppy guy, mm-hmm. he's like, bring her down, but don't harm her at all yeah whatever and Gina so Davis is like oh fuck she uh, yeah we're, we're in a bad situation but she, i'm gonna i'm looking at my kid's little baby doll all weird right. i think i have a plan that somehow yeah. involves this baby doll yeah she shot up all the kerosene cans in the in the cellar when she fell down there like a lunatic Next scene, the bad guys have them tied up and do their bad guy monologuing about what other bad guy plans are. Oh, there's so much of it. Budget cuts. It's all about budget cuts, she tells them. Turns out all the domestic terrorist attacks has been happening. I think they even name dropped the Oklahoma City bombs. They do. Which is crazy. Oh, no, not not Oklahoma City. They uh, The 93 Trade Center. Okay, so it turns out the CIA has been just setting all these things up. They're fake terrorist things just so they can get people scared of terrorism, and then they can keep getting funding. They're just lying in their pockets with money. These guys are real fucking scumbags. Yeah. And also they get like extra racist here where Perkins is like, naturally, we're going to blame it on the Muslims. Yeah. (laughs) 
This is five years pre-9-11. Blame it on the Arabs. False flag? Uh, Yeah. Long kiss goodnight knew it. They Mm -hmm. they knew it was all a fucking government setup. Mm -hmm. Jet fuel does not melt steel beams. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Also, you people fucking listen to me. Also, this movie called out the fact that President Bush doesn't give a shit about black people. Yeah, this years before Kanye did yeah. it. And also, I think he was just quoting The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. I've, saw, I've seen him name it as one of his favorite films before. Big shame black fan. Uh, so, preppy guys, like, uh, <laughs> um, that's my plan. We've got some Muslim guys on ice. We're going to do a big car bombing and then frame them for it. It's fun stuff. And she's like, freeze you pretty soon. Oh, you think you got a bombshell in your car bomb? I got a bombshell yeah. for you. What's you're that? the dad of my kid, motherfucker. Fucking, so you're going to kill this kid? You're going to kill your own kid. How do you, how do you like that? He's like, scumbag. He's like, you're a lion ass trick. And mm-hmm. she's all like. Look in her eyes. Yeah, so then he says, would you bring my little bitch in here? <laughs> Which is Pretty cool, oh, huh? just a gross line. No? Oh, gross line. Oh. He looks in this kid's eyes, realizes that this is his daughter that him and Gina Davis had together when yeah. they were having hate sex or whatever, yeah. when they were rival assassins. He still doesn't care, though, because he's a preppy yeah. white guy, and preppy white guys have no souls. And he's just like, lock these bitches in this fucking walk-in freezer, kill them. crank the temp way down, and let's freeze them to death. I don't, they, I don't care. They do that. And she's like, I'll kill That's you. Right, they do. I'm going to kill you oh. just so you know. She's, you're going to die screaming. You're going to die screaming, and I'm going to watch is what she tells She's him. doing that real she's intense. growling like Batman. Gina Davis. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. doing Bale's Batman voice in this, yeah. this delivery. I'm going to kill also, you. It's a pretty hardcore thing I'm to say right one. in front of your, your little daughter. <laughs> yeah. Swear to me. <laughs> So uh, Gina Davis has a plan to get out of this thing, clearly, involving the baby doll and uh, a crowbar that's just in this walk-in freezer for some reason. It's a meat hook. Okay. Oh, it's a meat hook? I thought she grabbed a crowbar. That, that no. makes more sense. She got it off the little chain. She gouges uh, the floor to make a little tunnel under the door. She finds out this is one of those Sally wets herself baby mm. dolls or something. So it's got a little compartment inside of it that holds liquid. Of course, she filled it full of kerosene. Kerosene. Squirts the kerosene under the door. Yeah. It's going to blow their way right out of that fucking walk-in freezer. Right to freedom. Lickety split. No problem. Well, one problem. Oh, she's trying to make a spark, but she can't because this meat hook, you know, just, it's all frozen and everything's frozen. You're I thought not it was because she didn't have thing. enough man muscles. Yeah, that's what she's doing, too. She's trying to use her lady muscles, and it doesn't work. So then yeah. she breaks down and starts crying. Yeah. So then the little girl gets all aggressive with her. man muzzle. Like she got aggressive with, with the little girl yeah. out on the frozen lake. And she's like, quit being a baby. Starts Put your ass into in it face, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, she, she she's doesn't like, do you're that. A bitch. Just, just, what she you're does is like, hey, bitch. remember how you told me to light all these candles? Uh, I've got matches in my pocket. So you could just use these matches yeah. and blow up all that kerosene probably. But she does give her that same pain speech. Yeah, she's, got, she's, she's having a breakdown here. Yeah. This is Gina Davis's first emotional breakdown. But she lights it up with the match, and then everything explodes. Everything. And I mean, fucking everything. This entire yeah. fucking building they're in. Just she just thought it all out. Yeah. Ridiculously, everybody lives. This is another scene here where yes. nobody should survive what happens, but everybody does. Not even a little. Also, hilariously, Samuel Jackson was tied up to a chair and being tortured in the explosion. Yep. Blows him 
still tied to the chair out of a window and then completely through the big light up motel sign outside of this fucking yeah. place and then like 60 feet through the air and then he lands still tied in to the this chair as long as you land in snow you're good. perfectly fine yeah it's that sweet cushiony snow what happens yeah then he pulls the fucking uh knife that was stabbed right next to his dick as an intimidation measure out of the chair and fucking throws it at a bad guy guard yeah. and kills him Gina Davis and the little girl stumble out of this exploded building. They're fine. Preppy bad guy stumbles out of this exploded building. Everybody who's like a first first list in the credits uh, character mm-hmm. survives. Everybody else is dead is what happens after this entire building explodes. Also, while everybody got tied up, Gina Davis and Sam Jackson, our main guy, Timothy the bad guy, was also like... Timothy the bad guy, that's like, his name. He's like, our terrorist plan is we got a chemical mm-hmm. chain reaction that's bomb, right. mm-hmm. and it's in a truck, and we're going to put it in the middle of a city mm-hmm. and just be like, we don't know how that got there. Arab put it there. Yeah. And so that truck's outside loaded with bombs right now. Which is a problem, because Gina Davis has to fight some outside bad guy guys and she's like hey little girl this is dangerous run away and hide somewhere and little girl's like i think i'm gonna go hide inside of that uh giant semi that's uh, a a bomb on wheels and she does that and she does that samuel jackson sees her do it and is like uh better get on the radio gina davis your little daughter just hid inside of that fucking car bomb and now they're like driving it away to blow up a whole city. She's like, probably That's she's a gonna bomb! be liquefied. Probably she's gonna be liquefied. And he's like, Yeah, I know. I said it's mm-hmm. a bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Idiot. So I think I blacked out here for a second because uh, next thing I noticed, Gina Davis had stolen the truck and was driving it. So I I looked down at my notes or got a text message or something and missed how she she, she, she took over driving the truck. All right. So what happens? Uh, Sam Jackson radios her and is like, We gotta do something. Yeah. And she's like, that. okay, here's like what we do. Yesterday. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, look, I'm closer. I'm going to make a move for your daughter. Oh, wow. You got to cover Ooh, me. That doesn't sound good. She's like, how do I cover you? He's like, you're a crazy ass killer, man. Just kill the people. Mm-hmm. So he starts getting closer. He starts making his way oh, in. That sounds fun. She's helping him on the radio. Like, there's a guy on your six. She's turning around. He's shooting people. She's oh, shooting yeah, I people. I didn't pay attention to anything. Finally, he makes his way up to the truck. Probably made a but, ham sandwich or yeah. something. Somebody gets him point oh, blank. And bam, he takes one of the chest. Okay, yeah, he does get seriously wounded at some point, yeah. which I also missed. He takes one of the ankle, Later and then on, he, he takes one of the well. chest, and he's like, oh, no, and he passes out in front of this uh, trailer. Oh, he was almost there. He almost he, saved the day. He's in front of the uh, truck that's going to take the Arab guy in a car that they're going to blame it on mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, they're going to drive him into a ravine and be like, "This he was trying to get away from exploding everything, yeah. and he died in a tragic accident, this Muslim guy. And while that happens, Gina Davis noticed. Also, he's going to bomb the marathon in Boston in a couple yeah. years. It was also this guy, I assure Same you. Same guy. The, he's both brothers, this guy. Mm. Uh, he's fat enough to be. Do you see the size hey of this now, guy? Hey, now. Gina Davis notices the truck bomb taking off with her daughter in it, so she hoofs it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she somehow outruns a semi. This is when my blackout ended and yeah. I started watching the movie again. Yeah. She's like trying to gain control of the bomb truck as the bad guys are chasing her, but like it's leaking steering fluid or something. So yeah, she like, like can't the, maneuver the it. The brake line went out or That's some right, shit yeah. and she can't maneuver it well and she's freaking out and she's finally just like, fuck you such a bitches or some no, shit. No, she says, suck my dick, every one of you bastards. Oh yeah. And then she smashes the semi through a giant brick wall to which it then flies through the air out onto like the 
tollway. Yeah, toll like road, the bridge that's bridge. the border between Niagara Falls and Canada. Yeah. And the entire semi flips over and skids like a thousand yards. But it luckily in doing so, T Bone ridiculous. Where head bad guys Timothy's car was mm-hmm, heading. Mm-hmm. She's surfing. She's moto surfing that's the, right. the turned She's over semi. T one thousand this semi right yeah. here. Meanwhile, the little girl is in this cage, like yeah. on the side of the semi on the outside, that's like a toolbox. She would have been rattled around and every bone in her body would have been broken. Yeah. Her spine would have been snapped. Yeah. Her neck would have been snapped. Like she her she would have been fucking grated against this fucking cage. She would have been bleeding everywhere. Yeah. She would have been dead one thousand times. But after this thing finally skids to a halt, completely on its side, flipped over like six times, she's just like I'm still in this little cage thing, doing fine. <laughs> I'm alive. This movie's fucking ridiculous. Timothy shows up. He's like, oh, no, you, didn't, Timothy. you didn't kill me. We T-boned your tossed over truck, and that mm. didn't send off mm-hmm. a bomb, and mm-hmm. we also live yeah. somehow. But Let's get in a knife fight out on this bridge. And this is where I blacked out, because I was yeah, like, yeah. what What did they fall what into? Where are they? ridiculous, because somehow they like end up in a knife fight and they both go flying off the side of the bridge but like they grab a chain link fence that then like they're hanging off of hanging precariously down this chasm and at the bottom of the chasm it's like this is a quarry very very rapidly moving water going out to the falls like very rapidly like you fall down there you'd instantly drown yeah they fight and she kicks him off this chain link that they're hanging from and he does fall like a thousand feet into this just like Perfect underground tunnel of like r- rapidly moving White rapids. I was like, oh fuck, that guy's dead already. That White seems River weird. Rapids. Literally two seconds later, we get a shot of him just like crawling out of a river and being like, <coughs> still alive. Somebody help and it's me. insane. It's just another just like spectacular death scene, and just like, oh, forget about that death scene. Uh, that character's still alive, and we still got more movie happening. At this point, I wrote, this is like. Fast and Furious yeah. movie levels of just like nobody could die and it doesn't matter. So who fucking cares? There's no real stakes to any of this action. Gina Davis leaves the knife fight to go to her daughter. When she goes to her daughter, the helo's there shooting it. The daughter, <laughs> the, the, the daughter, she takes out the helo by shooting. Uh-huh. She somehow manages to shoot a road flare that's inside she, of the helo. Sure, she shoots. She shoots down a helicopter. I don't. Uh, yeah. No, not really. It okay. just leaves and goes okay. find. So this is the same helicopter. The helicopter goes, goes and finds, and finds uh, Timothy on the beach Timothy. now. Yeah. Either yeah. way, she takes the little girl out of the the cage she's in, and the little girl goes, "Mommy, I hit my head." And I was like, "Yeah, you think the least a little bit of an understatement, yeah. honey? You hit your head, right?" So uh, yeah, she's like, uh, "Listen, little daughter, this truck's a bomb. So I'm gonna need you to run away. Get the don't fuck look back." Out of here. And I'm like, "What the fuck is this all about?" And this is also, I must have blacked out when this happened, because yeah. we just revealed that Gina Davis has some mortal wounds, so she can't take her little kid to safety anymore. And I'm like, well, when did she get a mortal wound oh, she that got, she's instantly dying from now? She got stabbed in the gut by Timothy when they went they over, the over the bridge. flying over the bridge. That was on, that fucking little sequence was chopped to hell. Yeah. Like, that was very poorly put together. I could only half fucking put together Didn't make what I was supposed to be seeing yeah. and where they were. Like, yeah, because they were like off a bridge, but then suddenly in some weird, look like fucking sewer tunnel or something. Like, very unclear. Very yeah. poorly edited. Yeah. Either way, she just basically lays down on the ground and dies then and the little girl like looks back and she's like oh shit my mom's dead yeah I know she told me not to look back and then there was a bomb 
But I'm going to run back and try to save my mom anyways. Yeah. She's screaming at her again all tough. Like, don't you die. Life is pain. You got to get used to it. Yeah. This stuff. This is some corny shit. Her and the kid. Anytime they're screaming, life is pain at each other back and forth. The little girl gives the speech much better. Though. Yeah. She's definitely a better actress than Gina Davis. Yeah. It, it works. You got to get up. Gina Davis is like, oh, okay. Thanks for the, the, the speech. I've, I've been uh, inspired to not die. I'll get up and let's get out of here now. Yeah. Unfortunately, this doesn't work out either because the hell, the Hilo has gone and picked up preppy bad guy. Yeah. And he's now in the Hilo with a fucking gun and he's just taking pot he's shots. shooting at, at him. him. He's shooting at him from way too far away because like there's nothing in between him and the them and on this truck and he could have just got in there and blown him away a lot closer i felt yeah. like from from how it looked he's he's making it harder on himself i think is what he's, he's trying doing. to blow the truck up safely from a distance i don't know he's being a pussy oh yeah i guess it is a giant bomb and yeah. he doesn't want to explode himself either way gina davis grabs her daughter and kind mm-hmm. of pulls towards safety by the cab of the truck she mm-hmm. grabs the CB radio and she's oh, just like, yeah. anybody that's out there on the CB, mm-hmm. I'm in a lot of trouble. Me mm-hmm. and my daughter, you got to yeah. help me. Yeah, but she forgets that everybody she'd be talking to is just bad guys. Yeah. They all are, are trying to kill her. So one of the bad guys even gets on the radio and is like, no, we still want you dead. Yeah. That's the whole point of this. But luckily, there was also a CB what? radio what? in the car that the Arab and Sam Jackson are stored in. Now Sam Jackson, who was previously dead, has been inspired to shake off death and not be dead anymore. Yeah, he's got like guts dripping from his mouth. He really does. A lot of guts. Like stringy guts. Yeah, so he hits the fucking gas and yells, you can't kill me, motherfuckers! Yeah, that's pretty great. And there's a sweet blues guitar sting as he does it too. (laughs) Big hero movement. He drives up to the ladies and is like, get in the car, motherfucker, fuck! Yeah. But meanwhile, they're still being shot at by bad guy. And uh, Gina Davis is like, well, this isn't going to work out. I'm going to have to do something completely awesome to Just kill this guy in a spectacular ridiculous. way. Finally. I need a machine gun in order to take down this helicopter. Yeah. Where can I find a machine gun? So th- I don't didn't really get like where this came from or how we were supposed to know what she was doing here. But it's awesome when she does it. Yeah. She sees a flaming body strung right. up on a bunch of Christmas lights. Yeah. Does that thing people do in movies that are set on a like a theater stage where yeah. you cut the rope and then the sandbag is like a reverse weight right. and you can ride the rope all the way up to the ceiling? Does that with the Christmas lights and the flaming body. She gets rocketed up to the sky as this flaming body plummets to the earth. Right. She got the mindfulness enough to grab the machine gun strapped the to this flaming body. On the, on the way, way up. Now she's got a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Also, that machine gun's not going to be a million degrees Fahrenheit. Right. No. That's it's still perfectly operational. Yeah. Yeah, it's you been can burning for it. like 15 minutes right yeah. now, but it's fine. She blows away the bad guy right. in the helicopter. Oh, no. He dies screaming, Matt, as she watches... Just like she said he would. She's like, I told you, motherfucker. He falls out of the helo oh, no. onto the big ex- fucking car bomb semi truck. Yeah. She slides down the Christmas light strand in a cool way where she's like popping all the lights with her yeah. shoes as she does it. Gets in the car. They peel out just in time. Timer's down to nothing. It explodes with the bad guy on top of it. Mm. Everything's fucking exploded once again. We exploded a lot of stuff in this movie. 
it looks cool for a couple seconds, and then they start showing too many shots of uh, Sam oh, Jackson no. and Gina Davis in the oh, car, no. and yeah. the CGI starts mm-hmm. to look really bad. Mm-hmm. But all the other explosions look really good. Take a little good with a little bit of the yeah. bad. There you have yeah. the facts of life. There you have it. So the movie's probably over yeah, now. That's a, oh, no, wait. No, we got some little things going on. Oh, yeah. We're back at home. Samuel Jackson drops the girls off and is like having his big, like, second dramatic dying yeah. scene where he's coughing up blood and guts and is just like, I got I you home. but not any further. I, yeah, tragically, I died doing it. And then she's like, what did she say? Hang in there, partner. Did you forget? We're rich. And it points to the little key to the lockbox. Yeah. The fucking, and he's, we don't see him, but we just cut to a scene where everything's fine. So I guess once again, he just decided not to die. Well, we don't <laughs> it's know. It's like the fourth time somebody just we decides don't know yet. not to die in this fucking movie. Now we cut to a scene of Gina Davis mm-hmm. driving mm-hmm. through the mountains of That's right. California yeah. in a red convertible. End of Thelma and Louise-esque is what's going As on As she here. just... Calls the president on her cell phone and is like, "Oh, the president calls her." Oh, so did he call like, her? Oh, oh Gina mistake. Davis, thanks for uh, taking care of all those evil guys in the CIA. You're a real hero. You want to come back and work with the government again? And she's like, "No, I'm a teacher, bro." That's right. I'm just a cook. And then you're like, "Oh, what a crazy movie! This movie's finally over now." Oh wait. Maybe time for a celebrity cameo, though? Do we have a little bit of time for a celebrity cameo? You're right. So Larry King shows up on the TV and he's like, I'm Larry King. Bunch of terrorist shit happened. Here's a guy that saved us from terrorists, Sam Jackson. He's still alive, motherfucker. Just completely alive. And like, they're all like. Not coughing up blood and guts anymore. His wife's even watching and Todd Hennessy's watching. Todd L. Jackson, he's watching. They're like, what? Dad's a hero. And he's like, well, I'll tell you right now, I'm always frank and earnest with women. While I'm in New York, I'm frank. When I'm in Chicago, I'm earnest. (laughs) That's a good joke. Even Larry King liked that one. Yeah, Larry's like, I like Poon. Then we see Davis driving out to some sort of cabin in the mountains where her lame husband and her little kid are there and they're all like frolicking out in a field where there's goats and llamas and stuff and uh she's we get one last little joke where she throws a knife like a psycho again and is like oh, i'm still a crazy assassin though did i do that <laughs> and then the, movie the final did i do that the movie's over that's the long kiss good night it's a rare it condition a long uh, process of getting yeah. through all of our notes on that one yeah <laughs> Let's take a break. I need it. Probably rehydrate ourselves. I've drank way too much whiskey over the course of uh, talking about that. I haven't had enough. Listen to our coming attractions, Why Don't Ya? And then this movie is going into the next segment we call Judgment Day. Got any cheese? Everything is dependent on oil. We are killing for gasoline. The world is almost out of water. 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 Now there's the water wars. Here they come again. Everybody's gone out of their mind. The only one, Max. 
Out here, everything hurts. You want to get through this? Do as I say. Now pick up what you can and run. Remember the name, Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Where's Jack? Jack! Everyone relax, I'm right here. How are you going to spring us? I have no idea. He's coming to rescue your summer. It's all in the reflex. Big trouble in Little China. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? Coming soon to a theater near you. Check your local listings. And I really want a judgment day tonight. I do too. It's it's late in the evening here. Oh, on Charles so Mikowski's late birthday. In the it's eve. time for us to wrap this the shit up before we hit midnight. Studios. And it's this whole other day. Mm-hmm. We got to get this thing uh, thrown together and out there on the interwebs for people to enjoy, man. I don't care about them. Oh, the people. I'm doing it for the people right here. Oh. Still, but it's all this for the fans. I do it strictly. Fans. For the titty flashings that we receive. Mad Judgment Day is when we go out to the people via the internet because we're trying to stay away from the people in real life. Right. Things always get awkward when you yeah. get in a room full of people. We see what they had to say about the movie we watched. We get a couple of one Ninja Star reviews. We get a couple of five Ninja Star reviews. Oh. We read them. We think about them. And then, uh, you know, we, we say what we think. Okay. This first one Ninja Star review is from an IMDb user called CC the Movie Man Dash One. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think we've read some of his reviews before. I'm already a fan of the name. Okay. Not a big fan of this movie. CC the Movie Man says, "This is one of those excellent examples of why nobody should ever equate an actor's role with their real life persona. Actors and actresses, I once read." are similar to prostitutes. They will take any role if the money is good enough. Hmm. The example here is Gina Davis. In this film, she's ultra profane and violent. Finish this film and pick up a Stuart Little DVD, and you'll see Davis as the sweetest person you'd want to meet, a perfect mother, and the essence of wholesomeness. Pick up another Gina Davis film, Mm -hmm. and she's back to being a foul-mouthed pig. Wow. No wonder actors are so mentally messed up. Hmm. 
Davis is like Mother Teresa, however, compared to Samuel L. Jackson in this movie. Jackson profanes almost every oh, sentence. wow. He's just plain crude in here as Mitch, in quotes. Wow, yeah. After about a half hour, though, Davis catches up to him in the profanity department. Oh. Sadly, it makes both characters unappealing. I thought so, too. Too bad, because some of the action scenes, and there are tons of them, are awesome. However, there are just many which are just plain ludicrous with no credibility. Gotta agree with that. It's not wrong. Action trash is an apt description another viewer used describing this movie. Summary. Mm. Overdone violence. Insane left-wing conspiracy theories. What? And cartoon-like, unlikable lead characters who spew 50 F-words and 20 blasphemes. Once again... Out of touch Hollywood huh. still has no clue wow. that the average moviegoers aren't in the sewer as they are. And consequently, this movie was a box office flop and lost millions of dollars. Not true. It made like $30 million, yeah. not counting the ad budget. But I don't know. Yeah. It's probably, fine. Probably at Did least okay. broke even. Uh, probably. No, it turned it probably. One Ninja Star from IMDb user CC the Movie Man Dash One, who is disgusted while Just he's watching this. Sickening. Movie. I uh, got another one Ninja Star review from somebody who was disappointed for other reasons. This is a one Ninja Star review from Amazon user Pat F. Pat Foley. Who says, I did not receive two movies, only one. One Ninja Star from Pat F. He did receive a turd one at Tree Turdy Tree <sighs> and a turd. Reason, thought that this was going to be two movies instead of one. There's a turd movie. Yeah. He's a got cancer, right? Tree, turdy, tree, and a that. turd. Finally's got cancer now? No, somebody else. One of, the, one of their cancer. other announcers yeah. has cancer. Yeah. Can't keep up with all these Blackhawks announcers. Yeah. They're all getting cancer one after another. That's what happens when you try to silence a raping. Yeah, that happened too. Yeah. Might have to finally change that, uh, that name of that team just to appease people after they covered up all that sexual abuse. Matt, my first five Ninja Star review seems like, ooh, it's a pretty long one here. This is from an IMDb user named Scott7411. That's cool. 7,411th guy named Scott on IMDb. It's a lot of Scott. review. That is a lot of Scott. He says, I've read the reviews which panned this movie because it's it is unrealistic. Mm. As opposed to, say, Star Wars, the Bond franchise, the Bourne franchise, yeah. Dusk Till Dawn, Indiana Jones. Don't talk shit about the Greco, Batman, bros. You name it. Don't talk shit about Seth and Richie, bro. I've read that there's too much action, not enough plot. But Fast and Furious number X is knocking him dead at the box office. It's and F9. And the quote-unquote plot is, question mark. I've read that amnesia doesn't work that way. Hmm. But Born and Memento were okay. Wow. How about the old black and white classic Random Harvest? Ooh. Me? I never watched the thing for a lesson in abnormal psychology or traumatic amnesia. Oh. And I didn't watch Bruce Willis and Steve Buscemi fly out to an approaching asteroid to learn about space science oh. or well drilling technology or even physics 101. Oh. You want realism? The fragments would have destroyed planet Earth. Oh. The end. What? 
I've read that our or our or allies governments would never stage or allow no. a contract false flag or large scale preemptive attack as portrayed by chapter in T-L-K-G-A-A, no, long kiss, good night. But yeah. it was okay in three days of the Condor or in the Tonkin Gulf and a dozen other more recent historical actual events for that matter. Mm. This is nonsense. Someone very high up didn't like the premise and Hollywood came down hard on Shane wow. Black's story. Perhaps because they were planning something very like that. It was action slash comedy, not dissimilar to the Die Hard, etc. franchise, but it was made an example of. An example. If you want to watch a realistic documentary-style production featuring intelligence agencies, then watch The Company or a half dozen other offerings. Not an action slash comedy romp full of explosions yeah. and some of the wittiest dialogue since Gross Point Blank. Pop, 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 popcorn! I might just as well complain that documentaries and docudramas deserve a 1 out of 10 because they're not funny and wow. move slowly. I give this movie, which I and my partner own and have watched many times just for the acting and darkly comedic dialogue, timing, and delivery, okay. a 10 on right. its own merits. Not because some reviewers overseas found it too quote-unquote Hollywood yeah. or some thought it appealed to 14-year-olds. Like, 14-year-olds shouldn't be allowed to have movies aimed at them. Yeah. Or refused to watch it, yet still felt qualified to vote and express an opinion. Yeah. All the other usual suspect reasons for panning a movie and trying to sound outraged right. or intelligent That's all. or whatever. Even Ebert was upset that the hero and heroine outran a fireball. See? They never put that in action-slash-comedy movies because everyone knows it's impossible to outrun a fireball. So what do we do, Raj? Just end the movie there? They blew up the end? Maybe. Please, reviewers, mm -hmm. if escapist Hollywood action comedies are not your thing, stop reviewing stuff which offends your literal sensibilities or which you did not bother to watch. Hmm. Go review Heidi or Wuthering Heights, or a river runs through it. Mm. <laughs> but what's the point in comparing this sort of thing to Hitchcock and Bergman all the time? This movie is older than oh, the age group Birdman? it was like written for, and still stands out as a classic of its type, which includes Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. 10 out of 10. Wow. Five Ninja Stars for my NDB user, Scott7411. Very passionate defense of this movie. Scotty. A little less passionate, but, you know, none the more enthusiastic is our next Five Ninja Star reviewer, uh, William B., who wrote his review oh, Billy on B? the Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, what's Billy B. William B. Say? says, 100% certified? I expected a rom-com and got pleasantly surprised. Five Ninja Stars from Rotten Tomatoes user, William B. Oh, I'll leave him be. Yeah, long kiss, good night. Sounds yeah. like it could be a rom-com. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Gina Davis, she wasn't an action star as far as I was concerned. No. What a pleasant surprise. Or maybe a disappointment. I don't know. It's down to you now, Matt. You're Ooh. the one that has to make your final judgment and your ninja star rating. What was a surprise was how wide Gina Davis's head kept getting. Oh, were you on mescaline as you were watching this movie? No. Getting I, some visuals? I watched that uh, Exorcist, the series that she did the first oh, season wow. of. Oh, wow. Yeah. I and saw her, her a head just few kept episodes of that and thought it was very well done. The first season was fun. Just kind of 
forgot that I was watching yeah. it and didn't continue mm, for some reason. The second season just fell off. Oh, no, yeah, that's a shame. That's Either way, she's got some HGH head going, like Sylvester Stallone at this point. Is what yeah, you're she looks like a, some kind of reptilian people at, mm. at this point mm. in her life. And it's, it's... It's like the Bezos. I wish she had just grown into the old lady she was supposed to be like when she was in old lady makeup yeah at at the end of uh league of their own own. yeah that would have been nice yeah this used to be my playground she aged very gracefully according to that old lady makeup uh long kiss good night madonna didn't get old lady makeup she clearly died of a venereal disease before they were able to do that uh oh that big reunion at the end that's a shame I hope she's okay now. R.I.P. Oh, no, she's dead of a venereal disease. Oh, she's not okay. She's okay. She'll probably be okay. Uh, she'll make it through. Okay. Let's, let's, just, let's just get your final thoughts on this movie. This movie has got the star power. Oh yeah. You know we got some names here, man. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, it's got a lot of shooting, plenty of bullets, love all that stuff, a lot of explosions a lot too, of explosion stuff. Could have used a little more nudity. I didn't hate the shower scene. Yeah, that, I that like side the cheek, wet nighty, but we I mean, could have done the wet nighty. She could have just been in bra and panties in that scene. Why to, are we bothering with the nighty? Even it's if a it Shane Black movie, man. We can't shoehorn in a pair of tits somewhere in this mm, thing. That's right. Yeah, somebody can't run like the little girl in How this about movie. In that prostitution sting, like. The I was just going to say, top off? the little girl that plays we going Caitlin in this movie girl? goes on to play a porn star in uh, the other guys, not the other oh, guys. Uh, a delightful bit of trivia. The, uh, what's the Ryan Gosling and... Uh, That's uh, the nice guys. The nice guys, yeah. 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 Another Shane Black joint. Shane, and she was he in remembered her. Three. He was took keeping care an eye on to see whether yeah. she was going to get hot or not. He's like, hey, little girl, you want to be a prostitute now? Uh, or a porn star? It's all the same. Either way. Uh, my problem is the first half of this movie, I had a whole lot of fun with. The second yeah. half of this movie, I did not have a whole oh, lot of fun no. with. It just kept going. It was way too long. This It's two hours, and it's, it's, a, it's a tumultuous mm. two hours. Mm. It's a lot going on. I feel like it could have done for the an hour sake of going on. Yeah, could hour like forty-five over been, our usual ninety. Minutes. I had I, enough story there to, I to deal. To even do that. would have accepted an hour fifty. Ooh, that's very. Generous I could have of you. made an exception. Very gracious of you. But there's like eight codas at the end of this film where I don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, once I only like Dakota Fanning. Once Gina Davis fully takes on the Charlie Baltimore persona, mm. I got less interested because she was just doing tough guy talking, and it was like, oh, you're, this isn't your Messing thing. with the tough yeah. guys. Uh, I got to go two and a half bullets or ninja yeah. stars again, but yeah. not in the fun way like it like was, it was last week. Barbed wire. It was more so like a, you should have been three mm-hmm. and you failed. Yeah. I get that. That's my thoughts. I think that's a fair assessment. I think also you talked about the star power in this one. Yeah. Uh, everybody delivering there, but... Doing weirdly, great work. Weirdly, uh, the the supporting roles, all kind of generic, boring actors. Yeah. Like you get Brian Cox, Gina Davis, and SLJ. They're doing great. Right. Everybody else kind of just like, meh. Whereas Barbed Wire, a much more like D-grade movie... Great supporting cast. Yeah. Just full of all sorts of interesting Everybody was happy to be there. This, uh, this movie was just a lot more fun last week, uh, our movie, Barbed Wire. This yeah. one, uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. First half is very fun. Right. right? It, it, it's moving. We're There's feeling jokes. it out. 
Uh, second half, the action gets too overblown and unrealistic, and I stop caring, and then it goes on a long time. I'm kind of right where you are as far as uh, the, the, the the bullet rating goes, only I'm going to go one half of a bullet higher. You're going to give it I think three? just Samuel L. Jackson delivering Shane Black dialogue okay. is entertaining enough to make this a solid recommend rather than like a middle of the road, it could go either way. Yeah, I think fans of action movies should watch this one. And it's mostly because Samuel Jackson delivering Shane Black dialogue. Yeah. Now, see, for me, I just couldn't get over it. I, we've seen better Shane Black. Mm-hmm. We've seen better, mm-hmm. better Rennie Harlan, even. Oh. And I just... Oh, he's one of the masters. I mean, he is. He's truly one of he the really masters. Is. Guy that got his uh, start working on MTV mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Ford Fairlane. That's right. <sighs> uh, Matt. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be talking about another one of the masters. Oh. That Australian guy, George, who made the Mad Max movies. Oh, nice. Which one name? of his badass yeah, dude films fucking... we watching? Oh, we got one more. George week of... Millar. We got one more uh, week of chick flicks, Matt. What are you talking about? We're... Wait, what? Don't worry. We're watching one of maybe the most universally beloved movie of the last 10 years, That's I think. Fair. Something a lot of people uh, love. A lot of people rewatch. Oh. Very entertaining. Very action-oriented. Mad Max Fury Road is going to cap off mm. our month of chick flicks. So get ready for some Charlies, man. You couldn't talk chicks without talking Charlies. You gonna watch the regular one, or are you gonna watch the black and white? Oh, one? Oh yeah, that's very interesting. I think yeah. I might watch the black and white. I think one. I was just gonna say, like I haven't. I think and I'm doing it too. It seems like a stupid thing. Why would they even do that? Let's do it. Let's just watch that Let's black and white. Watch that one. black and white one. Hey, you guys can do it too, yeah. but only if you've seen the color one already. If, if yeah. not, you gotta start with the color one. Yeah. Don't be a racist. Fucking clowns. You jerk. Hate you people. All right, I've had enough of these people. Let's get out of here. I'm leaving here, but make sure you're here next week. It's baby oil. It's blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart. Use a friend